Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the podcast. This is the Magical Misery Tour. Our guests this week, members of Dankman Productions. That's going to be Patty Brook and Eddie Verzella. Please check them out at Dankman Productions on YouTube and all the other things. Uh, go to Boat Mike. That's at the Benjamin Franklin Yacht at Penn's Landing. That's every Monday night. Sign up at 7.30. Show's at 8 o'clock. We got some good stuff here. I'll be honest, show was mostly Robert De Niro impressions, and I am fucking fine with that. So I hope we liked it. I hope you liked it. What, are you too good to like it? Fuck you. Get out of my house. This is Magical Misery Tour. We'll see you. Did you not hear me on your own what? time? Hello and welcome to he the Magical to Misery Tour. every time. I love it. I love when things are choppy. Hello and welcome to the Magical Misery Tour. We're funny people discuss life's unfunniest things. With me as always is my super professional counterpart, James Neil. Drink a Corona. This, this is why. This is no, why. No, you're not supposed to tell people I'm doing that right now. No. Dude, I'm supposed to be in rehab. Shut up. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Dude, you're going to get uh, my podcasting license taken away. I know. Seriously. My job thinks I'm working. No. <laughs> um, uh, I hate you. Okay, cool. Let's start. Okay. <laughs> Happy Thursday to you as well, Jesse. Happy Thursday. This this drops on Thursday. Yeah, we always say it drops on Thursday. Don't tell anybody. I got in my first fight with my new girlfriend this week. <gasps> Ooh, let's talk about it. After we bring in our guests, let's talk about it. Okay, cool. Joining us from Dankman Productions, from Boat Mike, from... Presidential candidates for 2020. Patty Brook. Eddie Vizella, how you guys doing? Welcome hey, to the Magical hello, Misery hello. Tour. How are you? Yeah. Pleasure to be here. The Magical Misery Tour. So, Can I tell you how much I love the name of this podcast? Yeah? It's so uh, great. I, I love it. I had the idea of this podcast for a few weeks before. Like, I was literally just like, you got to think of a name. <laughs> a name that'll set the iTunes charts up. Flimber. A blaze. Yeah. A flimber? Other, a flimber? Any other parodies of that name? Of the... Actually, magical. Here's the thing: the term "magical misery tour" has been used before. It was like a lot of like goofy novelty songs in the '70s. Not any, not not anything that would like qualify as yeah, like an actual trademark those. for a podcast. You think you can still find that? Yeah, I can still yeah. find it. I've been singing it. Like I don't sing the mystery tour anymore. I ah. sing misery. Now tour. I think I think misery now too. Uh, it's better. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There you go. You teach right, Paul look that up. Uh, anyway, so uh, me and my girlfriend got in her first fight, and I made her cry. Now, is she, is she able, she's able-bodied, right? She is able-bodied, <laughs> yes. Is she older Fuck or you. younger than you? She She's four years younger than me. Sick burn. So that makes her 60. <laughs> yeah, something like that. God damn it. She's like, <laughs> math. I, I, haven't, I haven't done the math. If she's, if she's a day over 25, it's over. I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> you had her in tears, huh? We we got in a political argument. Oh no! Shit. And uh, I you're, said, "You're a hill dog, right?" I'm a hill dog <laughs> from way back. Hill dog, day one. It's ninety eight. I'm a rod ham. That's what I am. Hi, this is Jesse Dram. I'm calling from the Hillary Clinton campaign. <laughs> you have a couple minutes. Don't believe uh, don't don't believe those things about flights to places. Anyway, I swear to God, we never um, murdered anybody. Yeah. <laughs> 
People just say that people trip around us. I, I, I don't know <laughs> what it is. But uh, we'd gotten in, uh, obviously, with a lot of the comedy brouhaha of the last week and a half, which we didn't get into last week, but the Shane Gillis being fired from SNL. Anybody who listens to this, Shane Gillis is a sure. local comedian. Oh, are we doing this now? Because I didn't let you do it last week. I'm giving the context. Okay, because me and my girlfriend have been arguing about it ever since. Are you serious? Oh, no. It has no effect on your life yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. No, it has an effect on us as comedians and what we can get no, away with and the simple fact that we're recording a podcast every single week, any week of which could be plucked and put on CNN. I hope CNN. I hope I get that big. Not just like some local blotter. Just like <laughs> Jesse Dram said such and such. At his friend Neil Wood's house. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna settle for C-SPAN. I need CNN. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, but this is stuff that's come up, and she, we've been talking like very in-group, out-group. What can you make fun of as a white man? And I say anything as a white man should say, but I don't know. What? Huh? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Jesse, Guys, you, can, you can make fun of everything. It's just there will be backlash. There will be results if someone doesn't fucking like it. If people don't like it, that's what's going to happen. Why is this difficult to understand? Well, yeah, you got you to gotta be slippery about it. You bring on these guests. We're about to get into like, you didn't tell them what the podcast is about. People who listen to they this never listened to it before. Yeah, they do. I listen they, every week. Yeah. I listen. I listen. Cool. I listen. What if there's a new listener right now? Jesse? Uh, yeah, you didn't tell them what. What are you dealing with your life? If you're new, you literally want this podcast to only be heard by other Philadelphia comedians. <laughs> and it's, okay. I want to get a little better than that. Why don't you fucking snap Neil, to you're it? You're also kind of saying that, like, why are you bringing up the thing that's been international news for a week news. and a fucking half now? Sure, good. But it's going to be like every flame bullshit that happened. It's going to be, yeah, all right, he's off. Okay, cool. That's we're true, moving on. But no one gives on. a fuck. All right. Well, Fires I'm just out. Yeah. Also, plenty, well, plenty of people first give of all, a fuck. Tell me what the podcast is. Then tell me why you guys were talking about this. So anybody, this is the show where funny people discuss life's unfunniest things. We're going to talk about our dogs dying. We're going to talk about our dicks not working. We're going to talk about our mom catching our dogs dicks not working. And that's just how it goes. This is all like within one week for me. Yeah, (laughs) there we go. We've had quite the week. (laughs) Eddie, how was your dog? Got in a car accident today. Got a car accident. I got it. Was a car. It was a scooter accident. And Ooh. I did the classic fucking hit, flip over, slide, fucking forty yard. I went down, dude. Yeah, hard, hard. Any, where, 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 where are the marks? Yeah, they, they wouldn't. Marks. They wouldn't let me get up. All I did was That's fucking. Were, oh, was, okay. I saw you had some blood on a back elbow. I thought dude, you were. <laughs> I, I haven't found them all yet. There you go. But uh, I, it was like six and spruce. Okay. And so there was like all these restaurants. So like fifty people came out to the middle of the street. Nine of them were on the phone with the ambulance. Sure. Okay. And I was up before any of them got to me because I like, you know, you hit, you find out if you're dead or not, and right. then you just get up. Right. Right? Uh-huh. And it was like it was like like Pulp Fiction when uh, Bruce Willis oh, hits Ving Rhames. Yeah. Like Kathy Griffin's or... That's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to do. They do the Dane. Kathy Seinfeld. He was in the car, and then he was over the scooter. Kramer! And then somebody started shooting at you. Was that- Dude, they wouldn't let me get up. I was fine. They put me back down in the middle of the street, and they were all on the phone with the ambulance before I even knew what happened. And I was like, no ambulance, no, no, you, and you made so many white people's hero fantasies come true today. Dude, like- I got right up, and, and right. there's footage somewhere, because the buildings all have cameras there. Uh-huh. But, uh, Whose yeah, fault was it? It was well, totally my fault. Okay. I already told the lady this. Well, there you go. It was well, totally the my fault. Is gone. And and I crawled through fucking 
blood and and any any jurors listening to this podcast check out our back catalog i had to go i couldn't wait for the cops i was doing a podcast there you go yeah, you know what i'm saying god forbid god I forbid you were late for this dude i mean we would have and it was the fourth quarter of the eagles game i was trying to like the ambulance right. came and i was like no and uh there was people people are just fucking nosy they want to be involved right. in everybody's yeah. shit yeah, yeah, no. People wouldn't leave. Yeah. I'm talking to the lady. She's scared to death. People are scaring her because well, she she was. Old... Those, is it one of those? Where I'm guessing it looked awful. It looked so. That's why when you popped it looked up, like a fatality. Yeah, there's just sometimes when an event ha- like when that kind of hurt happens, you're like, there's no way. Like they're getting up, and then they're like, "Woo, that was <laughs> yeah, that was right. almost bad, Someone's wasn't it?" Like, flipping <laughs> over a scooter, I, right? I and then skin hit. hitting. And asphalt dragged right. maybe forty yards. Yeah, 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 that was so. I get oh, it. Only People thing, were concerned. What the fuck's wrong with that? The yeah, only yeah. thing that broke my fall was my my backpack covered my head. I wasn't wearing a helmet. Oh, nice. No. Well, why would Wait, you? What kind of that? what kind of scooter is this? It's exactly. a Vespa. Vespa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twenty twelve Vespa. Ooh. It's totaled. <laughs> it's dead. It's still there. Oh. My Shit. keys were in the ignition. As a, re- as a reminder to anybody they else They broke off. It's <laughs> being left up there Flo- like the I had no keys. William Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> the, four cor- the four corners of Old City. Oh, my God. It was insane. Nothing like that's ever happened to me before. And, and, of course, there's, like, people, get away from them, get away from them. There's people, like, on top of me. I was an EMT for 40 years. Oh, Let me, oh my you know. God. As people, people are like Night of the Living Deading yeah. Like your situation Like can't get him Down in the basement Literally. It's a death trap Down there Just I'll be your witness <laughs> I'll be your witness I'm a I'll medical student At Jefferson Everybody wants to be a witness <laughs> Everybody wants to be a witness In a trial Fucking keep it moving I told the lady Get her car out of the street well, dude, We got my scooter Off the street well, And let's fucking area, Do the whole spiel That whole area You know it's a bunch of rich people Who have never gotten Hit by a car before It's like right. you know what I'm saying I made their day Yeah, yeah. You're welcome they they assume that you were just like a dog who got clipped and then you went off to die. <laughs> like that's, that's what they thought happened. They were like, no, he got embarrassed. He got real red in the face that he went off to die. I was trying to look for my keys <laughs> and people were like following me like I was wandering off like an old fucking lady. That's what just, happens when an erudite rich tra- like Philly sees like trash Philly. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, they can get hit by cars, just walk away. I'm like, ah, woo. I love that. Like, oh, the, the poor classes die just like dogs. They just crawl. <laughs> they crawl into the nearest brunch <laughs> restaurant to be alone. <laughs> he was trying to get out of her neighborhood as soon as he could. Ugh, Didn't make it. Well, I, got, I, I got an accident once with my buddy and it was just like, he's a shitty driver who he hit another shitty driver. It was just, and, uh, and it was like right outside a bar, and all these people were smoking cigarettes outside a bar. This guy comes from that crew, and he's like covered in dirt. You know the people who have the half smoked cigarette, and it's in their ear. Oh, they yeah, put it out, yeah. And he comes over, and he's fucking shit faced, and he's just like, "Hey, you guys need a witness. I'm here. I gotcha." <laughs> Yeah, we'll bring you in. Everybody wants to be like, what do you want to do? Go to court? (laughs) You know, I'm not going to court. It was my fault. I have insurance. That's what it's for. The scooter's totaled. Right. Ladies, all rise for homeless Larry. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing the the awful wrestling show last April, which uh, they do at like 11 the Callow Hill. And I'm outside like vaping. I'm waiting for my roommate to show up. Stand up or wrestling? Yeah, it's re- it's comedy wrestling, awful awful wrestling. Check oh, it out; old. it's pretty it's pretty great. I uh, was playing the role of the body fish. shamer, which was pretty <laughs> great. But I'm outside. And I'm waiting for my roommate to show up, and I see him cross the street. Like, oh, there he is. So me and my friend go back to talking. Then we hear like the sounds of smashing, and I turn just in time to see like a car hit my roommate, and it was like already in the process of stopping, but like he rolled for a bit, like and he kept going, and whew, it was it was pretty fucked up. 
Yeah. It, he was did fine. He, did he make it? No, he made it. I mean, his, his wrist was fucked up, and you should have sued him for a little bit of medical shit because he missed some work, but nobody listens to Jesse. He lived? Damn. I thought you no. said this was a good story. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, my leg is fucked up right now. Yeah. I'm working on a limp. Like, I, I feel it when I'm going up steps, like I was going up your steps. It's fucking okay. all bloody. I'm bleeding into the jeans right now. Well, luckily, there was only can we? Is there any way we can see your leg again? This is a video It podcast. looks like I was mauled by is a... Is that blood uh, on your leg? I want to see. It's blood coming through. I want to see this. This will this will be our... Uh, Let's see if you bring it Children, this is why... This is why. Oh, okay. It's, it not, like, it's yeah. not bad, but it's fucked up on the inside. True. Is that swollen? Is that what that is? Yeah, that looks. It could know. be swollen. Nice it's yams. Fun. I know. Ooh. Listen to the pain. Are you? Okay. I was gonna say, were you literally just hurts. were you just miking your? Scripts? No, it was more of a. Uh, <laughs> Comical before, act out. Gotcha. Before doing because that was a nice cold open. Uh, yeah. Why don't we get in a couple of p- pluggy pucks? That's right. Yeah, guys. What do so you have to plug? So this will come out Thursday. What do I have to plug? Jesus Christ. Jesus. Uh, yeah, why don't you take a back seat Plug Jesus, <laughs> our Lord and Savior. You can catch him every Sunday. <laughs> Two oh, shows. He needs the press. I want to I wanna plug the birds. <laughs> yeah, that's, I want to eggles. Eggles. I'll be on the number nine um, bus no, every so, Thursday. I mean, <laughs> How about, uh, well, no, I mean, boat bike, right? Uh, I have a GoFundMe no, for my medical bills on my leg. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. The whole new thing is don't come to boat We don't bike. want people coming. We're like, I don't, uh, who's the jewelry guy? Uh, Steven, Steven Singer. Singer. We're like Steven Singer. We don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I met him on a movie but set. We're not He's being ironic. We're funny. not being ironic. We really gotcha. don't want people. Okay. Really? It's a Monday. It's a, I was there all weekend. Like I just left there, and I was. Uh, poor kid, he's there. It's, there's uh, if he's there any longer, he, he'd be a stool, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm not saying you got to go back, but you got to go back <laughs> to the boat. I don't know, what do I know about boats? I, I, I sit down I and I go make, in the water. I don't know how to make a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even fair. He's there any longer? You turn into a rudder. Oh my god. Okay, so don't, well, don't go the, to boat. You guys done? Uh, you know what? I'll plug the going? I'll plug the Ben Franklin yacht at the new location of Penn's Landing. Yeah. That's right. I've got a very fragile. Uh, Truce with Penn's Landing right now. There was a couple of miscommunications when we first got there because we were rough. Coming from where we were, you guys know the old yeah. spot. It was like a gated community. We did whatever the fuck we wanted. And people uh, were just coming in there thinking it's the same old fucking thing. There's fires in the parking lot, loud music, tailgating. Uh, we got neighbors now. It's a whole thing. Yeah, before we would like so we used to light fireworks every week. Every right. single week. Every Roger week. and Linda uh, would close out boat mic. There'd be mm-hmm. maybe four people there. Uh-huh. They would sing they would My s- Way by Frank Sinatra. And I would go out in the parking lot and set fireworks off. That's right. And it I would, did I did my heart will go on the first time I went there. Oh, and there was fireworks for that. Yeah, and really? that was five minutes yeah. into the show. We had like four sign ups. And then everybody started coming. Roger, right, Roger yeah. and Linda are the staple, just for people who don't know. Roger and Linda, we might have talked about, but yeah, they're a staple of Philadelphia. Yeah, Roger and Linda are all wacky. They're the, they're the George and Gracie of uh, barely yeah. knowing where they are most Dude, of the time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, um, uh, Abbott and Costello meet any of the monsters. They're the monsters in, the, right. <laughs> in all those old movies. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they're, it's a, they're, they're, they're like the stiller and mirror of Kensington. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's Abbott and Costello meet... Uh, so in that case, I want to plug Penn's Landing. Go to Winterfest. They're going to have a nice ace skating rink for all the kids and whatnot. Uh, It's a cool place, and uh, I'm very happy there. Whatever's best for the kids. Yeah, I know. You're like, with all the kids, I will be setting off fireworks out of my car, just to let everybody know. after 11 (laughs) o'clock. After, there you go. I'm a nice guy. Kids go to bed. That was like our fucking name. (laughs) 
That's like our neighbor. Like, the, the guy clearly oh, on codeine. Fucking idiot. I barely, What's it? Louie. Yeah, I was like, I was sick. Clearly yeah. he was on codeine. Right. Oh, dude. That's he was a hard one to call out. <laughs> Is it, no, I, he was I, I on some form of codeine. Something was slowing his heart down. Yeah. yeah he yeah, had yeah. two South Philly kid names. It was like yes. Rocco. And what was the other one? Ah, Stacy. I don't remember. It was. It, it was like it was Rocco, Rocco and Cheese State. I couldn't just, wait for those kid <laughs> child services yeah, to come they and lived, take those They kids. lived above us when me and him first moved into Philly. Oh. And they were just like all hours of the night knocking on the door like, hey, and you guys got a cigarette? Like, we don't like you. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I just love it because he would, take, he would yeah. take his uh, just middle of the day. No reason. Not near. For, uh, this is normal now in South Philly. I'm used to it. But uh, yeah, no one just take it out back. Just Chinese firecrackers. Is that racist? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the ones that go. Like it's Italians or Chinese? No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe both. Marco uh, Polo. He would just take them the directly in front of our window. Yep. <laughs> just like, son, come here. We're gonna light on fireworks. Go get your brother in the Silvio. Of the day. <laughs> and just uh, the first, those Italian uh, fireworks. Every time you bu- you bump cigarettes off that neighbor, it breaks your mother's fucking heart. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking forward I, to an hour and a half of this. Uh, really this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that guy was immediately when we saw him, just normal South Philly uniform, you know? Yeah. Socks, sandals, black socks, white sandals. Black. Uh, he was. He was wearing. Shorts, he was wearing uh, the the gold star wife beater because yeah, he was also a wife beater because we yes. heard him often. Yes, <laughs> pretty fucked up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I loved him. Uh, not nah, how long? To be on how post. long have you lived in South Philly? Not too long. I mean, I'll, I've only ever lived here. So five five years. Yeah, started, 2014. Five, years. We're coming up on five yeah. years. Moved in I haven't December moved anywhere else. So it was always South Philly. I fucking love South. I've been here probably it. like six months, but I've worked around here my entire life. Right. The okay. boat. I don't even know where that area is. I think it's considered Northern oh. Liberties where we used to be. Oh, wait, what? Northern Liberties oh, slash yeah. Fishtown kind of area. Honestly, when you get to yeah. that, it, when, when you're over on Columbus, it's so the really end of spring, its own thing. Yeah, the end of Spring Garden so, is yeah, right there. <laughs> I fucking have seen things in the past couple months that I say to myself, and like this guy was walking down the street. You know these big Italian guys, kind of like you're describing with the wife beater, the sandals, mm-hmm. walking his small dog. They always have a small dog for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And he just his neighbor, other neighbor, sitting out on the stoop, and he goes, "Yo," and the guy's like, "Yo," and he goes, "Chinese," and the guy's like, "What?" and he's like, "Chinese," and that was the whole conversation. He kept walking. <laughs> right. Chinese. I say it to myself every single day. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No. That's. I love that the, those those instances because I could walk out of my house and either be in the hood or the gentrified part of South Philly. Mm, if I go left or right. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I heard fucking commotion out there. Where are you? Where is this? I'm on. Describe I'm, it. I'm ten minute walk away. I'm South there. Chadwick. Okay. Like seventeenth and more. Right. Right. Right on the corner. Okay. okay. Well, it's like you know. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I get you. Right. The other side. Jesse's talking about the other other side. The other side there. I'm on the other <laughs> side of the He's only been up he, there. He's hanging yeah, you know what I mean here? He's still uh he's uh, he's on the, the Italian side, yeah, I would say. I'm That's on what the, I'm I say on the now. Young side right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm well moving on up. I thought I had my first South Philly fight really? of the week. Oh, it's always uh, fun. Of of my tenure. Nice. And I walked outside of here screaming and yelling. Oh, South Philly. <laughs> South Philly mating calls, they call it. It's mm-hmm. a fucking student film crew. Oh, uh, really? So that's oh, where we're headed, yeah, folks. Yeah, see, that's where I got fine. excited. It's just in my DNA to yeah. get excited when I hear that stuff. So you just remind me, you said South Philly mating call. I, I posted this on Facebook quite a few times because where we live was a lot of co- uh, comedies. What the fuck am I talking? It was a lot of families. So there was uh, the, the, the fucking, right when it started getting warm out, you would just hear like teenage 
like teen mothers fucking screaming at their children in the streets, yeah. just wafting in the window like the beautiful soundtrack is spraying. Louis, what the fuck you doing over there? Yeah, it's you know better than that. These what I say about they, going in my purse. These yeah. kids, they don't listen. I mean, what? <laughs> no, and beat, beat them with broom handles. Spit on our own floor. You got to be tough with this. <laughs> spit, spit on our own floor. They all had bad skin, and I love that makeup party. It's, it looks like they're doing Cheap a fucking and bad skin. science fiction experiments on the face of the blue paste. Oh yeah, it's they the, look like fucking. Oh, oh Vinny, mm, kill him. Her oh, Vinny, oh, Vinny, Vinny. I said, keep your fucking hands off me, or I'm gonna chop them off. Uh, we're going to owe Martin Scorsese something after we're this. Proud, yeah. Think, yeah. Let's just do a whole reenactment. Now. <laughs> uh, so I made my girlfriend cry. Yes. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And again, it was a political argument on like what you 20 could, minutes couldn't in. get away. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> 20 minutes in. And uh, she, she said something at some point that I felt was very much oversimplifying the situation. And this is where I really fucked up. I said, you sound like the PR person for Antifa. <laughs> and that kind of got her. And where I was going, I wasn't saying you're an extremist, but the thing I always hear from Antifa, when people complain about them, Antifa, of course, being the left wing. Listen, we've had better times. Correspondence. So, let, let, let's just say, yeah. But Dude, the, the, big dumb, the big dumb argument I always hear is somebody to say, like, these guys are called anti-fascists, but like they're beating the shit out of anybody who disagrees with them a little bit. And then the comment that comes back is like, well, actually, Antifa stands for anti-fascist. It's like, yeah, if I call my group of friends the No Ball Lickers Club, but all of us lick balls, then the name doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was the argument I was trying to make. Where are you pulling was this? Was that Antifa, the cry line? Antifa to this date has not. I just want to make this very clear because this is 100% bullshit what people are talking about. To this date, Antifa has not been in charge with any anyone from Antifa has never been charged. You sound like the PR a, person. I know, remember Antifa. <laughs> I know, right? Has not been charged. Well, this has been a big thing. I mean, this is the spin that's happened. I'm not saying I'm for. I guess I just mean this is already. This has been talked about many times with some of the newer news organizations that try to be independent. But Antifa has not been labeled for any of the violent acts that have happened, nor have they been prosecuted for any, nor have any. Um, even I think uh, uh, victims claim. Whereas mm. when you talk about Antifa beating up people, they're being fascist. Directly cause Asia towards like Charleston and shit happened there. It's like sure Antifa has gotten into fights, and you see the microchasm that happened on uh, in, on college campuses. We all understand that, mm -hmm. but. This, this, this zeitgeist of thing that Adam Nutter also gets claimed. These conspiracies with like Antifa, they're exactly I, what's happening. They're chart. They're the devil, dude. They're trying to be. They are absolutely you can, like okay. You could pull up Antifa bike lock, and you'll see something right you'll, away. Yeah, you'll see a couple of instances of, of those. Yeah, a lot of them. But Antifa is also on its, on its homepage is non uh, uh, violent. Just to let you know, that is. Oh, that's on, the, on their that's on the homepage. That's on the homepage. Oh, okay. well, it's, I it's, it's on the homepage. If it's, if on, the, the homepage, if it's on the homepage, Ed, Eddie, tell me, tell me, if it's on the homepage, how the fuck are they going to be violent? Why would they put it there? <laughs> how are they going to be fucking violent, Eddie? I don't that's know. Sort of fucking, um, Google, Antifa homepage. Antifa. <laughs> I love that. That's another self You went to the water? Antifa.com backslash bio. It's all there. It's all there. I just want to say, because a lot of time when you talk about this, I just go like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, nor does that bear out the statistics. Antifa didn't do anything. You told me. No, it does. Yeah. Oh, they definitely have been charged. You see, obviously, fights and things like that breaking out because they think they're fighting.
fighting Nazis. You mm. see that kind of stuff. Yeah. Also, I don't think, agree with think being the key term. I, yeah, you, you see that kind of stuff. I also don't like uh, the thing uh, college campuses, people not being allowed to speak. That's not how you encourage uh, fascism. I don't want to talk mm. about this. I just can't have fake news. Fake news. Hello, Antifa. Antifa. Hello. What time my, are you done at the salon? I'm looking for my Antifa. My Antifa. She's my mother's sister. <laughs> she, keeps, she keeps punching people. They never catch you, though. Let's get to the heart of the thing, though. You made your girlfriend cry for the first time. She started, Which she, one was she, the cry line, though? How erect that, 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 that was the one that really started the ball rolling because her argument was more or less like, you're making this as if these are not my actual personal opinions and I've just been brainwashed to think this way. Right. Which... I would like to point out, like, that's what she got out of me saying Antifa. So, oh, brainwashing? Right there. Okay. But I, I apologize profusely. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go sleep at your Antifas? Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm taking the kids to my Antifas. Oh, God, I'm never going to stop now. <laughs> that's, I don't know how nobody's come up with Ant Space Tifa. That's pretty fucking great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you want to pull up the video of uh, that dude getting hit with a baton yeah, and then no, getting knocked out, it. it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Wasn't there a milkshake incident as well? Where like, I actually, haven't seen allegedly a there was like they threw a milkshake at this alt right. Right, uh, blogger. Yeah, but apparently the milkshake had like cement in it. It was fucking crazy. It's not cement. worth paying attention to. Really? Right. Well, no, I, I, I've seen that a few times where the anti-racist, anti-fascist people were, uh, you know, beating the shit out of a Hispanic guy who disagreed with them. So that kind of shit. <laughs> no, but, they, yeah, they, they jumped the shark. They, again, they just just they jumped the shark when they started doing like not letting people speak. As soon as you start doing that, you start doing the stuff that fascists do. So it it becomes right. the issue of it there. But right. they, of course, I think where the representation made sense. I mean, there were groups doing that. I mean, in mm-hmm. Germany when that was going on, not to compare. Well, but I, I remember that was actually well, one of the memes I kept seeing anytime when somebody was trying to support Antifa. They'd post a photo of like the Normandy D-Day invasion and they'd caption it like anti-fascist activist 1944 which like okay pretty funny but at the same time like every single person there you would consider fucking nazi if you met them face to face the people who fought the nazis you would consider them nazis the line is at a different they've moved the line of what fascist is exactly when you call everybody a fascist or a nazi then nobody's a fascist or a nazi i swear i'm left wing i just don't like these people i it's a very strange because i don't even know where i fall I know where I fall, but I, yeah, I don't, don't know you know, like a... I, I have stuff in my DNA that's been passed down from generations that I, I it's not. It's called whiteness. You're supposed to be it's, sorry. For I'm it. a straight white male. I'm not racist, but I, I, uh, I don't talk like the other, don't, you, you know what I mean? You're racist, dude. It's all right. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no, you are. We, we're all racist. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's what, uh, actually minority groups, uh, will make fun of you if you say you're not racist because minority groups are racist. You can, you can right. say you are all racist to a fact. It's I like mean, a it's trend. Just, everybody, right. everybody. It, it's like when uh, I'm a male feminist, it's like, well, come on. <laughs> right. It's I don't, just, I, oh, they're, they're just so be gross. nice. Just be fucking treat people. Yeah. The right way. Right. Like, do unto others yeah, is what you're exactly. saying. Mm-hmm. Mr. Marcella taught me that at Chatham Park. Elementary. Yeah, I, I was listening to uh, uh, some some wonder. I don't know how much you how, how 
often do you guys look up uh, maybe like white supremacy? Not often. <laughs> you ever got to join homepage? I only really just <laughs> check the homepage. When I they say they're not violent. I bump into them personally from time to time. Ah, that's yes, 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 mm. yes, yes. I don't know what. Uh, no, I was, uh, I was just listening. I, I found myself today being like someone who's nodding along to a woman doing research with like difference between like white supremacy, um, white nationalism, just even that difference. I was like, oh, like, interesting. I was like, I was like, I shouldn't be interested in this. <laughs> Like those moments of like, that's the difference. Like, um, white Christian identity being not like uh, just oh a white person who's Christian identity. That's actually a thing where it somehow got leaked into a uh, religion where the, the Christian early view, like that's Ku Klux Klan nineteen twenties, right? Is right. the white Christian identity right. somehow they started to come up with their own ideas of like. Jesus wants America to be white. Like right, that's right. like its own thing, my, which is beautiful. My favorite weird. part about uh, American History X is when they take a shot at the Klan because it was their own right. thing. Edward Norton's like, you think I'd be involved with some unorganized piece of shit, <laughs> ragtag bunch of fucking? It's like, true. That was supposed well, to be their movie. Yeah, right. Like yeah. Still. Well, that was that was the that was the neo-Nazi verse because you have the big switch in 1983. And sorry, I was really listening to this podcast. <laughs> 1983, <laughs> but that's when you realize that yeah, we beat back the Klan in the 1920s. And then that's why, like, yeah, that character in that's like, fucking, the Ku Klux Klan is dead, dude. We're about yeah. neo Nazis. They're, they're, they're hacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, put a, put put another fucking Women bag on be your shopping. <laughs> Women be shopping. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find the clip. One of my favorite ones ever, which, again, just the fun, like, intra racist fighting. There was a clip of uh, Jerry Springer back in the day where it was a bunch of Klansmen on the stage and then one of them goes like, you know what? I can't go along with this shit anymore. And everyone in the crowd's like, yeah, take it off. Get away from that shit. And he takes it off and he's wearing a brown shirt and a swatch sticker arm. Jesus. <laughs> like that was his, his, his heel-er turn. Going even darker. It was, it was healy. It was not quite all the way there. A friend of mine, his uh, his. Do you, do you have any Nazi friends? Nazi no, friends? I, oh, well, um, did you well, ever? No, I, Nazi acquaintances. I'm, I only know a I'm guy that there. Aryan, not like Nazi, but like it was a jail thing where he had uh, to join yeah, something. To. So he has the tattoos and some of the beliefs. Yeah. Okay, but not like he doesn't go to the meetings. You know, Neil, if you got locked so that's up, white, how, so how, white how supremacy. Quick, if you got locked up, how quick until you join the Aryan Nation? I'm going gay real quick. I don't think I'm going to join that. I think I'm going to go straight. Yeah, I'm going to be a working girl. Okay, I think I'm going to be a working so girl. Wait, 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 who would gay. your husband? Gonna, what gang would your husband be? That's the thing. You know what? That's up to him. You, <laughs> that's you know what? Honestly, I'm going to let him be alpha. You, I just <laughs> make sure he's got now, food you, on the if table. You give really enough, if you give enough gummies, can you go from group to group? And yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be. I'm gonna be that, that, that's the alternative to the normal prison thing. Find the biggest guy and punch him out. Like, no, just find the biggest guy in the yard and start blowing him. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, they're going to call me Longbottom. Hey, hey daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be real good. You got nothing. Sense. I got nothing but storage space in here. Look how lanky. Sorry. You said something about your aunt. Not my aunt. My friend's aunt, my friend, his aunt was coming over for dinner at his parents' house, and she was like, I'm bringing my new boyfriend. And they met the guy. Seemed like a nice guy. They were eating dinner. Everyone was laughing, having a good time. And after dinner, he just, like, put his, uh, you know, like, his elbow up on the table. And when he stretched, his shirt came down, and it revealed, like, part of a swastika tattoo oh, yeah. on his forearm. Like, that's that's called a Belmar birthmark <laughs> where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, he asked his aunt about it. She's like, oh, that was just a phase. <laughs> Somebody's really into back in his early 20s when he was a fully developed man. Yeah. Like, oh, when I think back on nostalgia, I think of like TRL and new metal. Yeah. This guy had a whole it's not other like my experience. Limp Bizkit tattoo. It's like. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, a commitment. Neil, you haven't told the story when I took you to a Nazi party recently. Why would I talk about that? Because I've been. <laughs> we specifically said we weren't going to talk about that. I okay. thought just because it's not. I mean, there's no evidence. Which I'm glad There's about. no evidence. You guys go Wednesdays or <laughs> right? Nice. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it was fucking weird. I don't like that at all. I yeah. mean, it's just one of those things where I was like, all right, yeah. I mean, Jesse's from the same kind of trash I'm from, and then we went, which I didn't grow up around that trash. Right. No, this was my, my trash. My, was... my my ex girlfriend invited me to a little party near to my. Uh, my home, basically. <laughs> in the yeah, four no, four blocks away from his house in yeah. a cul-de-sac. Like it's not a cul-de-sac, but it's like yeah, in your little block. Yeah, it's not there. back there. It's right there. And then he's like, "Oh, you guys want to see some stuff in the garage?" And I was like, oh, "We're probably going to see like a snowmobile. This guy just got us." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, check it out, dude. Right? He's going to show you his. And then it's just all Nazi fucking shit. And I'm like, Jesse, I cannot be here, dude. Like, look yeah. at me. If it, Jesse's like, "Oh no, nah, it's good." I'm like, Jesse, you see a problem with this ever? Because like, he didn't do. have it as a joke. He wasn't like, "Oh yeah, my dad uh, got this from Nazis. He killed." Like, we he all, was like, we all, really? have, "We all have ironic Nazi memorabilia." Yeah, you <laughs> get it. Like, you're getting it, right? Um, I prefer satire. Nazi <laughs> My Nazi propaganda is from the set of the producer, so it's comical mm, in, that, in that nature. Does. That okay. makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Same swastika, different you know meaning. Right. Yeah. Of course. No. It's got a comedic twist. I think is what they call. It. Um, Mel Brooks approved. Uh, so yeah, I was just like, can we go? Like immediately, <laughs> immediately. I was like, can we go? Like now? I don't want to be here because I've been around. Like there was racist guys that I grew up with, of course. Right. But I grew up in actually a pretty diverse kind of neighborhood. I mean, not mm. well diverse for America. It was right. white, Hispanic, and black. That's about as diverse as you're going to get. Neapolitan. I, yeah, that wasn't any exactly. Uh, so, but th- that's why it threw me off. Like, there was a couple of racist kids I did grow up with, but not to the extent of, like, you oh, think no, it's acceptable to walk me in and just be like, yeah, look at this. Isn't it fancy? You like red, right? Like, yeah. it's not. Wouldn't it be funny if it was just. You go in, he's showing you like old Coltrane records and like he's just really into the Harlem Renaissance and he's right. he's just like one of the happening woke white guys. No, what? Why would that be cool? Oh, you're saying like this was just a facet what? of what he was into? No, he was just like he seemed one way and then he's just really oh, into black you mean, culture. Okay. <laughs> especially Harlem in the early nineteen twenties. Right, of course. I get you. I understand. That would be kind of crazy. That would be a very big paradigm shift if he was Would you stay longer or would it be even more boring? What, if like at first, least the first thing he, was interesting. If he first was talking well, one, it sounds like so he's appropriating culture inside of, he was like, nah, I'm super into black music from the nineteen twenties, and then takes me into the garage <laughs> and is like, also they had ideas. Like yeah. it's not I don't know. Probably neither. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I Do you yeah. buy people? That are like I'm just a fan of the era. You ever get that argument? Well, Jesse like, had some of that, dude. He went through a little renaissance of uh, you had some jokes about it, right? You got back into hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. were of the era. You liked it. You were just like, oh man, I do like this more. Into an era sometimes. Yeah, right. Well, not specifically we, the Nazi era. Which no, is what no, what? Suggesting. No, I was talking about the music for <laughs> no. I was talking I know, about. I know. I know. Yeah, for because you wrote jokes about um, Biggie and Tupac and stuff like that. Because right. you started going back and listening to more. Yeah, listen to How about phases? Did you guys? What were your teenage phases that you had? Oh, dude, I was all over the fucking place. Yeah, I was too. I was I all you. over the place. Okay, okay, you shut up. Then what was the a couple? <laughs> gotcha. But they're not interesting, though. Well, what? Okay, well, let us determine what's not yeah. interesting. <laughs> what, I mean, what? Tell us what it is, what and we'll mean? make fun of you for it. Yeah, we'll exactly. See I'm like, shut up. Well, early on, I was very, uh, I was like just really into like writing and 
sports journalism. It's you not fucking dork. Exactly. Yeah. It's not that interesting. Yeah, look at me. Like the I Eagles was, are doing When I was thing. a kid, I was obsessed That's with cool. Ray Dinger. Like that was like fucking was like love Ray Dinger. Like, Who's Ray, Ray Dinger? We were just talking about Ray He's Dinger. Like a historian and football. Fully Eagles historian. He's okay. Like, yeah. So niche. It's not really that interesting. Yeah, it was a little niche. It's, then, I uh, love how terrible a speller Neil. Spell <laughs> shit, I'm bringing this over here. Do it to myself, dude. Don't even. Hey, He's a great writer, though. Did well because you're. I mean, the accents too. So it's didn't. I had a very heavy. I was close, you dick. I swear you were like you were like an auditory dyslexic because you could say like, oh, this is my friend Ben Garant, and you see him try to spell, and there's like three Q's and an X, like it's a fucking like God that's going to come and devour us. From a young age, always been nervous. As soon, I mean, the moment, the moment someone's like, go type that or something in front of people, I'm immediately fall apart. (laughs) 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 I immediately do. I'm not kidding. I'm not gonna. If you want to see me, I mean, give me any math problem in front of a crowd, you will see a person be the most nervous they have ever been. All right, can we pull this up? Real no, quick? can we pull no, up the video? I'm just looking up right down the jar. I don't want to. I'm gonna go grab something out of the fridge. Yeah, well, uh, grab me, yeah, grab me one too. Oh, oh God no, damn it! Now yeah. he go. So I'm just fucking. With, I'm just oh. kidding. I like to fuck with Jesse because he's usually has very strict rules about uh, I, drinking I, before a certain time just because of his anxiety. I'm expanding my alcohol. That's good. No, that's. I mean, hey, look at you, buddy. Dabble, you know. That's right. I'm gonna. Add, gonna add two more God. teams. My phase week. when I was young was I wanted to be like uh, you know you get really into like Hemingway and Hunter Thompson when yes. you're like really yes young, and you want to be like so good at writing but uh-huh. you have to be drunk or high for it. Yep, and then no work gets done. <laughs> yeah, That's some people a, just operate that way. Yeah, no, very you, rarely. You know who's followed that to its logical conclusion is comedian James Mashuli. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, What's the logical conclusion to that? Uh, no, well, actually, I know. My he, conclusion was heroin. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I've known a few just, people who've done that. It's like, you know, like, oh, if I'm going to be a great writer, I clearly need to be, like, fucked up all the time like this guy. There's, like, two examples. This Hemingway, this Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, Bukowski, to a certain extent. Bukowski, every Irish writer was a terrible drunk. Right, but, I mean, you go into the Burroughs, Kerouac, Ken Casey. Miller? No, like some people were just like. Uh, Let's just keep big saying last names to each other. Foster, O'Leary, Lovable Monsters, <laughs> available in the Drop Tent Media thing. I, just, I popped out of that instantly. I think that All right, you so should think, get into that at a young age and discover it's not for you and then keep right. doing what you like doing because I liked both things. Uh-huh. But I just went deeper into the other thing. Okay. So, how old were you when you're getting into that? Like, and who was the first one? Was it Hunter S. Thompson? Probably Hunter S. Thompson because like Fear and Loathing the movie pulls Fear a lot of people. Fear and Loathing in. the movie, you're like you want to watch it on weed, you know. And uh, fucking, I don't like that movie. I don't like that movie. Either. I love Hunter so, Thompson. I love the movie. I like uh, Where the Buffalo Roam with Bill Murray better. That's a pretty. I, I don't know. It's a little. It's a little too weird for me. Like it's pretty, it gets I'll, I'll, very like, weird. That hotel is just solely staffed by like Mexican midgets, and they never address it. <laughs> it Peter Boyle and Bill Murray, like they're fucking great. Peter Boyle, I'm in. Yeah. Where the it. Buffalo? He plays a better Hunter S. Thompson than Johnny Depp. Bill Murray? Well, I don't know if you know this, but well, you probably do know this, but Bill Murray spent a lot of time with Hunter S. Thompson trying to get that movie made, and apparently they were like repeatedly trying to one-up each other, and their friendship came to an end when Hunter S. Thompson duct-taped him to a deck chair and pushed him into a swimming pool. <laughs> so. Just fooled around. God, remember when celebrities used to be fucking animals? Yeah, like, awesome. fucking fun. Yeah, whatever happened to that? I don't know. I think it's still uh, around. They all got publicists and huh? Twitter. Did you, 
Did you see? Yeah, sure. Everything's. I mean, if you're a celebrity predicated on how many people need to love you and idolize you as a god, well, then it's kind of tough if you're, the you're being seen isn't all the time there anymore. And yeah. it's, and it's but uh, between two ferns was a lot of fun. I think that's the closest things we're getting to the modern equivalent of being able to like look at a celebrity in their eyes and be like. So uh, your last three movies were absolute shit. How do you feel about yeah. that? Like it's been pretty. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. If you want to check it's it out, it's a good on movie. Netflix. Remember when Obama was on? Yeah, between yeah, two yeah, friends. And yeah. he asked God. Oh, he probably yeah, yeah, said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such a crazy. And and he said they were. They said. Uh, um, so Zach Galifianakis sits him down and he checked beforehand. He's like, uh, he's like, did he see this question here? <laughs> publicist for the publicist and many handlers. She was like, yeah, yeah it's probably fine. And he's like, that's not the right answer. <laughs> like, Cause the question was like, how does it feel to be the last black president? <laughs> Which is such a fucking hilarious, such laugh, a fucking hilarious question. I mean, so I feel like those more of those are good, but I feel like there's a lot of yeah, a lot of them that you can't do. That a lot was of like six them. months before he would have gotten in a lot of trouble. Right. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. No, I, I he well, did get think? in a little trouble. Did, did he? he? Did people? He did? Well, just like Twitter outrage. Oh, I remember well, that. Did you, know, did you hear the real. estimates about fucking Twitter? The, the, the terms of the populace on Twitter active. Oh. It is like 50,000 people. There's yeah, no one on it. fucking oh, yeah. Twitter yeah. like that matters. Like it's not that's why when people get upset, I like Adam Nutter and a friend of mine, he'll be like, "Ah, these fucking people with the I'm like, "Dude, you're talking to like a micro fraction it's of the country. Non- no right. one cares." Yeah. You're, you're I'd like to, to plug my Twitter. Yeah, plug, plug your Twitter. Twitter. Go ahead, buddy. That's where I like cuz I don't do that stuff on Facebook or Instagram right, right, right. that personal shit. I just like writing like a quick, you know, funny sure. thing and making people laugh. That's good. You know? Okay. Well, what 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 What's your handle? At Eddie Verzella, and my handle is Eddie Verzella. Okay. Neil, could you pull that up, and can we find something? Oh, please. Come on. Let's find Let's something. Uh, we I'm going to bring it over here because I can't spell it. Hopefully it's fucking private. I'd love to see you spell Verzella. Oh, dude, I was going to say, hey, you want to spell It starts with an M, yes. Let's see. Ooh, we called them a bunch of Godzilla fleers. That's a <laughs> Don't go back to 2012. Don't go back to 2012. <laughs> I've so been, always it's always 2012 people get in trouble ah, for it. It's all fun and games till he gets into the Guatemalans. Don't get him started. Oh god. Uh, Have you seen their money? It's so fruity. It looks like a fucking mojito. I've actually been thinking <laughs> I've been thinking back lately of like I really should probably go on Facebook and just scrub the past. What do you think I of think, that? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Just well, Have you done it? Yeah, but I don't. I like never posted anything on. Yeah, there you are. I went through it because I was like, I definitely said it's private, isn't it? Mm. Oh, oh, nope. <laughs> Fucker. Okay. I'm gonna bring this up. Uh, on the yeah, list. I went through and there was surprisingly <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Seventy-two <laughs> followers. All yeah, right, dude. Don't That's be gloating. Like. That's a video of my dad power washing a hose in the, <laughs> in the pouring in the rain. rain. In the pouring rain. Oh wow, that's pretty beautiful, actually. <laughs> What's up with that? Why is he power washing? Why? You start a thing, you gotta savage. finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's you guys, uh, I got some Captain Lucky stories if you need them. Let's get into here. Let's see. His, his name's things. Captain Lucky. Okay. Not on so Twitter. His people, real life handle is Captain. So Lucky. for our people who don't, uh, for I, people who are not uh, viewing us on YouTube, which you, you can if you, you don't like gotta to. read them out loud. Yeah, or, we you know. can read them out loud. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I will do. Th- I will do that. Probably. I, Waitress, I already see What him. can I get for you? Me. Good. How are you? Fucking sharp tweet, dude. Fucking sharp tweet. That's pretty sharp. I like it. I mean, oh, yeah, like, but these are just your goings on. This makes sense. These for, are like, uh, remember Larry King in the USA Today? Right. I, you know? I care for the color blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that his, King's like, Things? King's Things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking like... I liked Norm um, McDonald's 
I like doing that, I'm but I'm you. not reaching enough people, and what's, that's the poison of the internet. 72 is not bad. This is more than I probably have. Well, actually, no. Here's the thing. I still have a bunch of leftovers from uh, when I ran a porn blog for the company I worked for. That got me a lot of follows. And I cannot, if I am at work or in a public place, I cannot look at my feed because there's still a bunch of old porn stars you out there. You ran a porn blog for work? Yeah, I worked at a porn site, hotmovies.com. Wow. And I, I wrote a lot of very fun blogs for them. And I had a, I spent a whirlwind evening with Ron Jeremy once. Where, Did you really? Yeah, me and him went to see Ari Shafir at Helium. And then we got backstage at a Guar concert. So I literally lived like the Beavis and Butthead video game one night. Ron it Jeremy has just been around forever. Yes, he has. Yeah. You know, he's always in something, you know, just around. Much like the green room with Paul Provenza. He's just in the audience. Yeah. Just exactly. all the time. So well, I, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Well, no, I was gonna say I was gonna ask up? if you could. I wanted to see if I could pull up some of those old uh, kings. Oh, things. Jesus Christ! Uh, trashy, <laughs> trashy upbringings for both of you. Where were you? Yeah, let's hear. So <laughs> right, I mean, I don't need to say it. No, I, I'm garbage. You explain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm wondering. Um, so we talked about phases. We kind of got some of those, which is I like that. Um, high school years. What were they like? Uh, for, yeah, where where you, you went to? You, you all no, I moved out of Delco. Delco. No, I went to I Delco. Moved, we're both Delco. Delco. We went to the same uh, high school. Me and Eddie. Shit! Yeah. Did you know each other back then? Bad. No, no, I no? actually I've only known Eddie with, for one year with uh, oh, wow. Connor. That's uh, uh, my brother. Okay. Uh, right. All I <laughs> trying to compensate with everything, Connor. <laughs> know, that's what I. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I just I had a you know what I'm gonna say. I had this football coach who I saw like five years ago, and he was like, we were really tight. We've always kept in touch. And then I lost his. I didn't have his phone. I, whatever. I, and I bumped into him in person, and he was like, "Oh, I got a new number." He's just like, "This is fucking piece of shit, Eddie Verzella." He goes on some thing, long thing about this guy, Eddie, and I'm like, "All right, I'll steer clear of Eddie Verzella." And then five years later, I'm like, thinking about, it, I'm like, "Oh, that was Eddie Verzella." I was like, "This guy's like my best friend." What did you do I still to this man? Apologize. I- would you honey Should I not have football that coach? Or would you? Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure. I want to apologize. I haven't, like, it's probably not good to <laughs> contact him and apologize. You know, like. Yeah, uh, I would let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, okay. but, like, I want, if he ever hears this, I want him to know I'm sorry. But, like, we just had a whole big beef. I High school, like, I dropped out in, like, 10th right grade. And he's not okay. really sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of drugs. It was okay. fueled by, like, drugs and fucking paranoia sure. and, like, crazy fucking thing. And, and I got in this big beef with this teacher, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> no. Ending with, like, it's my like, graduation Eddie, day. you can do heroin in class. We've <laughs> talked about this multiple times, dude. You're supposed to be the emotional support teacher. <laughs> so, uh, how deep into drugs did you really get? Oh, fucking deep. As deep yeah, as you can what, really oh, go. Right, well, like, what age? Homeless on the streets of Hollywood kind of deep. Yeah. Okay. You know? That was my first iteration of, like, I'm going to go to Hollywood after high school. You know, fucking half pot, half opioids. Okay. And then, like, more opioids, less pot. Uh-huh. And then it just kind of turns into... What ha- Interesting story, real quick. Uh, first guy, you know, Perk 30s were big. Sure. Before that, it was the 80s. Hey, uh, uh, you were basically... area, Perk, like... Pills, Opie. It's so ca- like you could be having a casual conversation with someone and it wouldn't be out of line for them to just be like, Yeah, okay. I'll just it was like almost mm. Coke in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, it was like Coke in My the My pot dealer uh started selling the thirties. I missed the eighties, I was too young. No, yeah. Uh started selling thirties, so I was like, oh, try one. And then I did one yeah. and Purdue started, Pharma guy you started baby. buying less. Oh fucking motherfuckers, dude. Yeah, Have dude. you been following that story? Yes. Very so, closely. long story short, I get, uh, you know, I bought them out years later. 
the guy who sells me my first Perk 30, right. I'm on drug court in Delaware County. The guy that sold me my first Perk 30 is the sheriff that if you fuck up in drug court, <laughs> he arrests you. What? Wow. And takes you to jail. What the fuck? He really turned it around more than you did. Yeah, I guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Yeah, yeah no, look at him, man. His rehabilitation was like, I got to stop That or he's just a sheriff that hustles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, uh, I, well, I, everybody's got to earn a buck, you know? Yeah. Now, I remember when my old high school group, when they started getting into perks, a few of them, that was the first time where I was like, I don't really think this is for me. Yeah, that's what I was I was about. so fucking, like, not in the, what's the word I'm looking for? Oblivious to fucking Park 30s because they were just introduced with weed, you know? Ugh. Purdue Pharma got it. A lot of people good. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, I'm not entirely aware of what's happening with the Purdue Pharma right now. If you could this enlighten is, me. This is what pisses me off. Sure. I care about maybe four or five issues. Mm-hmm. I don't care about how people talk to each other because my friends are dying. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, so Purdue Pharma, something about they uh, getting sued by countless counties, mm-hmm. lots and lots of counties, right. hyping up the opioid epidemic, you know, lowering fears about Potential for addiction, yada, Mm. yada. The Sackler family owns Purdue Pharma. Uh, They want to settle with the Sackler family's money, but really not going to get money from them. Uh, They're big philanthropists. They have a lot of, you know, uh, friends in high places. So Mm -hmm. the company Purdue Pharma goes into bankruptcy, and they still can make money off of, you know, the Vivitrols and stuff that they produce that gets people off opioids. Mm. So... Uh, recently what came out is like they were just moving, the Sackler family was moving billions of dollars around, like okay. wire transfers and everything else. But at the end of the day, uh, money wins. Okay. Know? I, I so remember the one it, thing I really heard about them was there was, uh, they found like a natural thing called Kratom that was actually really good for people trying to <laughs> kick shit like that. And the pharmacy companies were specifically lobbying to have that shit made illegal. Yeah. Like that's that a, was a thing on drug court too. People would get caught doing Kratom all the time. I thought Kratom really? is Kratom what is illegal? Kratom? Yeah. Well, Kratom I don't think illegal? it's like illegal. It's like that 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 spice they sell at like uh oh, gas well, stations where it's like it's legal yeah. but you can't do it if you're on probation. You know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Honestly, my entire knowledge of Kratom is I'm a big fan of Kurt Metzger and he has a new podcast and he's pretty much sponsored by a Kratom company. Oh, that, really? That he actually gets really personal. I love Kurt, what is it? Well, he actually gets really personal about? where he flat out says, like, yeah, so uh, pretty much all the years you were a big fan of me on Race Wars, I was heavily addicted to OxyContin, and this is the shit that helped him it kick it. It happens to so many fucking people. Like, my dad died from OxyContin. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, he mixed it with booze, so. Yeah, right. But, so, a little more, yeah. little more OxyContin than Jack Daniels, but, I mean, I don't know. Hell of a mix. There's a lot of people. You'd be shocked how many people are just out in the world. Yeah, high on pills. I saw a guy was getting a tire change the other day, and I saw a guy comes up to me, and he's just like, "Ah, just waiting for a guy to get back to me. He's like, I'm willing to pay for it, but he's just fucking around, like just making friendly conversation. But he's obviously (laughs) talking about a pill deal. He's wearing like an apron. (laughs) That's that's nice. I'm trying to make nice conversation (laughs) about dealers. It doesn't matter because it doesn't discriminate. Sure. No, it really doesn't. You know what argument I hate is like... uh, you know, oh, it's happening to all these white kids now, and it's just like not really. Like it happens to black kids, happens yeah. to Mexican kids, happens to like the bottom line. No, is actually, kids. well, yeah, I mean, uh, what? Um, they're not making flavored oxycotton. Well, you know? I do, sure, I, I do have the argument about that though. When they're always like, oh, when it was cracking black kids, everybody right. was all over it then. But then once yeah. it comes to the white yeah, neighborhoods, like, eh, there's not really? exactly gangs forming around prescription drugs that so, are shooting so, people and civilians all the time. That's why it got so fucking. Right. 
So first yeah. of all, yeah, I mean, the crack epidemic was considered an epidemic, but was also labeled as a black problem. That was the difference of, and also was seen as really demonized the black community. The black community yeah. was very upset about it, actually, in general, because they, they saw those, blood, uh, those drugs per, uh, proliferated around, so it was a whole problem. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say the opioid crisis, uh, <laughs> I think, who has it? Um, uh, 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 oh my gosh, uh, black female comedian, cannot remember her name right now. Uh, Leslie Bones Jones. Uh, Wanda Sykes, yeah, did a, a great joke. She was okay. like, Black people stayed away from opioids. Yeah. White people got them like candy for no reason. Yeah. Like she was, they didn't even understand why. But it did, I think, adversely. But it was, it was just push as a different dealing of pain. That's the whole Purdue Pharma thing. It's just mm. like you had up until like the eighties and nineties, just people treating pain differently. But then because of Purdue Pharma, they were. Um, uh, they situated themselves with, uh, oh, this is how we should treat pain, and we should start talking to doctors and indoctrinating doctors to believe that they should treat pain like this. They honeypot the doctors yeah. with pharmaceutical And then it, it got to the point where <laughs> there was a small, oh, I can't remember the state, there was a small pharmacy that just oh. came out, that one, that was, um, the people, the amount of people in the town I think was around something, you something know, the like low 5, thousands, yeah, yeah. 5,000 people. It was clearing over like forty thousand prescriptions in a month. Jesus, the, the video, line, like the cones. video was just people coming up, walking in, and and this is there was one found in California that had like clear like pimps and drug addicts outside. I saw, yeah, I saw some documentary are, where there was a town in Florida that was like it just existed solely. Yeah, to right. Just get prescriptions filled. And these are the abuses that they're trying to find out now. But, I mean, no one's going to jail, right? Nobody's going to jail. Right. And they didn't care if you fucking yeah. got them on your health insurance and then sold them. Right. You yeah. know, like, because they got their money and it's game's over. Yeah. I mean, so literally just profiting off pain no, and Nothing, blood and- because there's a whole other side. There's a recovery culture. Sure. And that's, especially well, in this part of the city. Right. No permit to have a recovery house. Right. You know? Nothing. Yeah, it's a whole fucking industry. On kickbacks on the urine test, right. you know, insurance I, and all that. It's fucking. I, it, I'm really not picking up what you're putting down. Could you get a little what? more in detail, specifically what you're talking about? So, Is there some kind of scam going? There's a lot of scams. There's a lot of people that mean good, but there's legal a lot scams. of people. Right. There's a scams. lot of people that just have basically flop houses in this fucking city. Oh, and they have them yeah. deemed to be recovery houses, and they take whatever. They money do not from need. The- they have no oversight. They collect 150 a week for a room. You can either go to meetings or not. Uh, no piss test, you know. Shit. And the, and then like just the industry of fucking rehab in general. Right. Mm. That's another fucking. Uh, you know. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's it's no... another song and dance that people need to make money from. At the end of the day, like the rehab I went to in upstate fucking Pennsylvania. Right. As a fucking like capitalist fucking machine, like mm. like just sure. cutthroat fucking. I went to recovery house after, and the guy that ran the recovery house pissed off somebody at the rehab. So the rehab did not send anybody to the recovery house until there was a full apology. Like, kiss the ring shit is going on. <laughs> Firing people that, like, stray from the script of, like, you know. Fuck. Just fucking, yeah. It's bad. It's I mean, these, rude. yeah, th- those are the worlds that, like, I'm, I mean, uh, and not to... I feel very sorry for people who have to go through it. It's I, I've been around addiction a bunch, certain levels. No one in my family directly, so it's one of those things when I hear stories and then hear the industry built around them. It's just fucking there's insane. Certain, but there's so many people I like I know that just because they were from a certain area at a certain time, sure. Like I know a lot of people who I'm related to people who it's like they would have been a drug addict or an alcoholic 
no matter what their life was like, they would have. Right. But right, I know right. other people who were just normal kids that would never even have been around that shit, mm-hmm. and they try do something, get into that shit, and then out of nowhere you're like. They're a heroin at you, like yeah. That yeah. girl's a heroin. That's what that's what like, happened to my sister. That's quickly, not, yeah, yeah really. quickly. Yeah, yeah it's fucking just not, terrible. Because what happens is the you know market's flooded with pills. They're not selling as much weed. They mm-hmm. drive down the price of heroin. That's where you get the fentanyl and yeah, everything. That's fucking how, else. I remember mm-hmm. that cheap as fuck. with my friends when it was like everybody was doing pills. And you're like, oh, okay, this is fun. Uh, everybody's doing pills, and then out of nowhere, the two people dip into heroin. You're like, yeah, it's cheap as shit. And you're like, cheap as shit. We're all just doing heroin now. Yeah. See, this is the thing that annoys me when they still try to put like the marijuana as like the gateway drug. It's like, well, yeah, everybody starts with weed because it's not that rough and it's right. easy to get. But you're always going to have your certain amount of people that like something else that'll turn off my brain. Yeah. Fucking yeah. give it to I'd me. I'd say it's a, it's it's a gateway drug for me personally, not for anybody else. Right. Yeah. Not but, for everyone. Well, they, and when you're 13, it's not hard to find a guy in the neighborhood who's willing to. Yeah, they, pizza delivery drivers one to drop off. Exactly. Like, it's such a bummer <laughs> that we it's a gateway drug. It's the idea. It's it's that um a cause and effect thing of right. It's like weed kind of prevailed throughout the country. You'd had there wasn't a place in this country really from the onset of or ever like that you couldn't really buy weed or get weed in some way, right. shape, or form when it was legal even right. Like way back, I'm talking right. Mm-hmm. It was just the first drug that you would come in contact with. Yeah. It has right. nothing to do with the idea well, well, that it, people it, who are more susceptible to addiction right. would do that first and then go on to more addiction. And, and, and it does course. also have to do with the fact that the manufacturing process for weed is literally you plant a fucking seed <laughs> right. and you water yeah. it and then you whisper sweet things sure. into it. That's why I'm not surprised. Play some pig Floyd Anyone who right. has, you, you know, make gin I, in your bathtub too. So that yeah, is true. Exactly. That you don't have to true. bribe a physician to get. I it. love country yeah. music where they're just like, oh, back in these woods, cooking up boost. Like, dude, alcohol has yeah. been legal since 1931. Go to the, the state store. <laughs> <laughs> the what are state you? Store, yeah. one, of my, one of my favorite like uh, Hickish songs is Old Crow Medicine Show. They have a song called Methamphetamine, which is like, again, right. everybody's trying to, you know blow up fucking moonshine culture and these sure. guys are actually talking like no we're in the trailer park our people are fucking dying it's kind of sad maybe stop talking about drinking your butt in your pickup you fuck yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's always so. butt surfish well, we've definitely got bullshit. some of the, the trauma for eddie how about uh yeah brookie how about, how about you buddy yeah, what would you say what's, what's, your, what's some terrible shit that's happening terrible shit what's that's the happening? worst thing you guys are in the same school together yeah we did go to this it's a strange together. town yeah, I, I've, yeah, we've so had we have place. a lot of like stuff in common. You sure. know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's mm-hmm. why we clicked very quickly. We yeah. were going back and forth at Boat Mike the other week. Uh, it was me, Joe White was here, Pat was here. Pat tells a story about his childhood. I tell a story about my childhood. And Joe White goes, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two <laughs> gold teeth bad. and fucking green yeah. hair. And he goes, you guys are fucked. By the way, Joe White, I believe that's episode number 34, It's Fine. And yes. you can look up his new special coming out soon, It's Fine. Yeah, very, very right. It was very funny, though. It was all in jest. Yes. He's a good man, Joe White. Yeah, I don't know. I had all the basic, uh, you know. Did single, you come from a good single home? Single mother. No. <laughs> oh, okay, thank God. I was going to say, sing, <laughs> single mother. Nice. You know. Raising YouTube moving boys? around a lot, huh? Uh, raising YouTube boys? <laughs> yeah, raising some YouTube boys. Mm-hmm. All that uh, shit. No, okay. She so would just put him in the living room and put on Raging Bull and come yeah. back when it was up. <laughs> right. uh, that's why you can quote so well. Okay. Absolutely. You fuck my wife? <laughs> fuck my wife. Show me how you suck this cock. <laughs> oh. Well, actually, no. It's funny to picture him as children. Like, you fuck my wife? <laughs> Show me how you suck this cock. But I had a stepdad. He was a good guy. And oh. he was a positive influence. And then uh, he died. So that worked out. Oh, uh, that's always how it yeah, fucking it happens. happens. Like, oh, wait, things are starting to work out. Oh, he died. All right, never mind. What did he die of? Uh, 
it's like don't have to get into it if you don't want to. Not murder. having his no, original I'll get children. Into it. I'll get into God it. Damn it. Okay. No, he was he had um, what kind of cancer? He had it was like real shady. Like they didn't really real talk shady. about shady. Okay. <laughs> what? I I think he just he was dying of uh like they didn't tell you shit like that like Catholic. they tell you he died of a broken yeah there was a died, lot of he died. died of a broken heart yeah, because yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah, clean they, your room they would say shit like that this is oh my daughter, god because they talked in church my stepsister died keep talking over each other sorry he yeah. had a, he had a daughter my stepsister died mm. when she was in her twenties I was okay. like 10. Yeah. and then he just was like never right he right was just like of course. not right after that he, he had, had two kids child. one right. and all that shit so like our family kind of like fell apart after that. Fuck. Then, yeah, he died, and still, I still like. I don't know a lot about how he died. I was yeah. like fifteen. I'm like, all right, he's that's. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you, you did it. You couldn't have just been like, well, I guess extra meals <laughs> for me. I guess you would. You what? had to. It's I mean, like, what was your mind? I mean, I, I, the devastation it was has a to nightmare. be crazy, it was a disaster, right? Yeah, but we just kind of like. True. Moved on. on That's right. You're, what are you, Irish? That's I'm right. Irish Catholic. Yeah, there it is. Let's That's right. Push that. it down. <laughs> you move forward. We don't acknowledge things. You two boys. Catholic school? Uh, some, but I needed a special education. So I did yeah. kindergarten twice. Half. Oh, one at the okay. Catholic school, one at the uh, public elementary Half and school. half. Okay. With the Catholic school till like third grade and then... Okay, usually we hear the flip where people don't go to Catholic school until high school because I guess that's where like the college shit actually matters. I know a few people who started public and then cheat. went Catholic. Catholic high schools, especially the ones around me, is it's all guys and they all get to cheat off of each other. They get like days off for being good in church. That's like, like going to heaven. It's, yeah, it's, it's like fucking a- easy street. Because, well, they are paying for it, but like yeah. it does look better. But guys, I know when I lived in Catholic- the city, you had to go to Catholic school. Yeah, there's no there was no public school. That's dying that out though. Could. Mm. Yeah, it is now. I'm talking about the 90s. <laughs> you fucking... Did you just put on your uncle voice? Huh? Yeah, I'm talking uncle. about the 90s. Uh, yeah, that's uncle voice. All right, baby. These are the Goodwill hunting days. <laughs> and Eddie, what was what was your youth? What's, what's your family you're coming from? Like, what's the situation? Well, uh, Upstanding? You know the Springsteen song, Glory Days? Right. Yeah, that's pretty nice. much. Pretty much it. Well, I mean, my dad was a fisherman uh, in Cape May. My mother is a nurse and, uh, you know, they met down the shores and beautiful. And it's, kind of, it's very Springsteen X. Sounds more like Jersey. Okay. But, yeah. like, it's the kind of thing where my mom is super supportive and loves me very much. Right. And my dad, I'm not too sure what he thinks about me. You know what I mean? Daddy, will That's actually what I wanted. We were talking before the podcast about having uh, parents that were a little too supportive and how that can be a little bit strange. Yeah, it's bizarre. Well, it's too really. supportive is too much. Yeah, like, well, it's a little weird because, like, my my mother is and my family in overall, like, they love that I'm doing comedy. Like, they come out to shows, and I mean. Maybe it would be different if I was living with my mom and I wasn't, you know, also working a day job. But like, the fact that they show up for all this—it's it's really kind of—I'll—I could never have that. Like, they said I'd never make it. Like, no, they right. said like, when are you telling your jokes again? Right. Tell that one about Aunt Karen. They <laughs> love if they're in more. it. They love yeah. it. Oh yeah, no, I or wrote somebody one. they know isn't a joke. They well, no, it. I specifically wrote one because my aunt uh, before I was doing another one of the sober shows, my aunt said like, you're gonna tell any new jokes this time, so I wrote one about her. <laughs> Fuck off, but Aunt Karen. Don't it, not step. A, like with my dad, who's not that way. Like uh-huh. he showed up to our St. Patrick's Day show. Oh boy. And he, yeah. He's like uh oh, an older boat. Travis Bickle. Yeah, he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up to the boat to our St. Patrick's Day show. So I have a lot of uh Irish Catholic molestation material, you know? It's like right, right. kind yeah. of my bread and butter. 
And uh, he comes up after the show. Actually, he's more like De Niro and Jackie Brown. Right. He, um, okay. Oh, let's see that. Yeah. He comes up in front of all these people <laughs> I know, and he's just like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, you got something you want to tell me? I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. All that fucking molestation gay shit, all that stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, Jesus you thought I was serious. Yeah, that's the way I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, right. He's on a, on a fucking comedy God. show. Yeah, and he just fucking stormed off. <laughs> Talked to him for a while. I'm like, uh, okay, all right. Not I guess, only was my I guess fruit of the sun cool. molested, but he <laughs> won't right. talk about it to this me. This is how you choose to tell this me. This is how I choose to Dude, tell I, you. I remember I just started getting closer with my dad's family again, who I grew apart from after he died a little bit. But I told them, like, oh, yeah, I got a show coming up next town over. You want to check it out? And my uncle in all seriousness... Stop dying. <coughs> this is I'm your dying, dad coming back from yeah, the yeah. <laughs> And my uncle in all seriousness goes like, you don't tell any jokes about the family, do you? Oh, jeez. The family. The family. Really? Like, uh, well, I mean, my dad, plenty. Right. Yeah. yeah. I may accuse you guys of some things to kind of throw the shade off myself. I only trash people who aren't here to defend themselves. Exactly, Connor. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. I've been making up stuff about my family and saying it on stage forever. Yeah. <laughs> everything I, I say, when stories. I do stand up, everything is a complete lie. Yeah, yeah. Everything is 100% a lie. There's I, nothing. There's like, what are you just going to sit around and wait for stuff to happen? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's like inklings of truth. It's like, I've never had a new thing I'm talking about. It's like, I had a dog. Like, yeah. that was, or yeah, something. I was a Rottweiler named Conan. That's something true. terrible happens to my friend, and I just right. say that it was me. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, 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 perfect. See, that's actually a little bit annoying for me just because. Because <laughs> <laughs> all your stuff is true, and no one believes it. The problem is, a lot of my stuff is true, but then when I do a, for instance, where I do like a hypothetical like that, then it, it, it's kind of... People get confused, yeah. But yeah, well, also, if you want to say something uh, in character as, like, a little bit offensive or ignorant, it's like, no, 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 it's like, all right, so th I've been talking about me for a second. I'm going to put on this mask for a second. Nobody freak the fuck out. This isn't me. I don't believe this. <laughs> and I'm back. Everybody got that, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. You remember the thing where it's like, all the shit you're saying is, you know, fabricated. And then there's one thing that actually is true. And then afterwards, someone goes, is that that actually happened? And they pick out the one thing that is true. It's like, oh, my right. God, everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> right. Well, it's, you know, so when I first started comedy, it's like I was dating a girl in a wheelchair. So I'm obviously going to talk about that. <laughs> so but then I started using that. And I was like, that's not real. Is it like, no, that's real. I wouldn't talk about it. You didn't it talk real. about how you put her there. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I didn't talk about how she had a smart mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my fault. She was always talking back. Uh, no, I'm enjoying marinating in this. I don't, I don't, I, well, all guys, I can, can picture can just and this featuring Jesse Drake. Oh, he's been canceled. I'm sorry, he's been canceled. Uh, no, no, no. I never, never, never. No, but, you'd be uh, a terrible SNL host. What's your What's your love life like as boys with, with each you? other? I assume. My, yeah, my, yeah, we are together. There is a bit sure. of a love affair. Me and Peck get along very well. We get along very well. There you yeah. go. I, I like that. I like having a, a buddy of kind of like a quasi. We thing haven't consummated with, it, it yet, but oh, yeah, waiting for the right time. Save it. Save it for the wedding day. You know. You know. Make it special. I'm old school. I wait till the wedding. It's so yeah. fun yeah. having a friend that your beginning of your friendship is just based off of uh, doing a De Niro and Nicholson impression, <laughs> just back and forth, like 45 minutes, just back and forth, back and forth. It is an easy, like, once you know somebody is obsessed with De Niro and Nicholson, I'm like, I'm in. Mm -hmm. this, this guy's going to be my best friend for 
right, well, Until today. Okay, then fuck the love life shit. Uh, favorite De Niro and Nicholson each. Let's go De Niro well, first. Um, wait, are we are we understanding this dynamic that one of you is doing De Niro and then the other one is well, doing Nicholson back? back? Or you're There's both no doing? Rhyme or you're both doing everything. both of those. I can't There's do no Nicholson until he does Nicholson, and then I start then picking you, it up again, okay. and then I do like a De Niro face. Okay. We goes. haven't we haven't seen any Nicholson so far. In the I, uh, Nicholson's podcast. hard. I don't fuck with Nicholson. I want to do a podcast. Yeah, there you go. I want you to have three Bud Lights. There's two Nicholsons because he smoked a lot, so he has, right. he's got that mm. thing where he's got two voices. Mm-hmm. The younger one is more like drawn out and a little. Pacino has the exact same thing. Oh yeah, or where you know, like he's just like, well, that's something of a cunning. Yeah. Yeah. That then, it, and then it, later it's like on, pre and post scent of a woman. I yeah, think, yeah. Was a scent really of a woman is the first movie where he goes right. full on. Like, I just watched Heat the other day. Yeah, we call it overacting in the chewing the scenery. Yeah, I fucking swung for no reason. Critical favorite to an audience favorite. There's yeah. a difference there. Holy shit. I did not realize favorite. Because he goes, when he's younger, if you watch The Godfather, mm-hmm. and he's just like, when he's just like, you know, he always talks like this. He talks in the back. Mm-hmm. He talks mm-hmm. from like the back of his throat. And then he, he retired for like five years in the 80s. Right. And then he comes back, and he's just like, I'm too damn old. I'm too motherfucking blind. And I don't give a fuck. He's been eating Newports for the last seven years. <laughs> Wow. Like we'll do a Pacino a lot too. That's gets older and he's like, he's like, I just adopted a young boy named Nduku. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I mean. <laughs> that, all right, that well my, was more Ronald Reagan. My, my, yeah, I was just gonna well, say my yeah, favorite thing Pat more. does is he does Brian Ronald Reagan. You ever heard this? No, Bri- wait, what no, is wait. it? What? Comedian's Brian Regan. Oh, Brian oh, okay. Regan. Brian yeah. Regan and, and then Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. But I don't remember the I don't remember the bit. I'm an observational comedian. <laughs> I don't. That's oh, about it. That's, oh, hello. I don't remember that one. Well, hello, well. I'm an observational comedian. That's what I say when I right. stink. Mammy. He was one of these guys well, called ma- his wife Mammy. Yeah, I love that. Uh, called, no well, mother. Well, he called her mother. Uh, well, me, that's me right. And, me mother. and mother sleep in separate beds. That's the most disgusting Do thing you? I've ever heard. Yeah, mother. no, yeah. that was mother. insane. Mother? Yeah, yeah, to have a grown like a, a president, it's, uh, a grown man, gross. call his mother like. His but it's not like that mother. didn't exist in other parts of the country. No, they had to start. He wasn't the first one to do it. And I've Something, heard people it's like do it. white Anglo-Saxon men just it's very wild. transatlantic. Yeah. yeah, like are just like yeah, I get a wife and I'm going to call her mother because that's who you are. Well, she, I think what happens in those scenarios is they she's only not going to blow me because she kisses our children with that mouth. <laughs> exactly. it's like real. Proper. What's up with this kiss? Never mind. I don't need to. <laughs> it's like she's brushing her teeth. It's not. Right. She's not. It's not like, a, oh, hey, baby, come here. I don't have to. Oh, oh, okay. I there can't think of. See you later I for can't school. hear the word mother without thinking like Nor- Norman Bates. You, right. you murder mm. people. You hide sure. them in your mom's basement. I think, right. I think a Danzig, but different strokes. Different strokes <laughs> yeah. are different yeah. folks. Mother. So, what, what's, your, what's your love life like? I want to hear, I want to see, hear some heartbreak. Not story. good. <laughs> yeah. Let me hear yeah. about a woman that so, drove you to the edge. After you got done with the opioids. <laughs> no, yeah. during, is the, during the opioids is like my longest term girlfriend. Oh well, of course. Just okay. like straight denial oh, shit. Yeah. You were one of. Oh no, wait. She Three? wasn't. She wasn't using with you. No, she wasn't using with me. No, oh, I never had that. Shit. Luckily, I never. I thought. Oh, that's a mess. Is that she even more? Yeah, that's like a crazy mess. Sid and Nancy scenario. Mm. Shit, that's rough. How long was she with your dumbass? <laughs> Sorry. Like, maybe like three, four years. It's one of those haunting ones. You know? Ooh. Like I feel like I wasn't like 
verbally or physically abuse no, them. Just course, like yeah. a shitty, like the worst boyfriend. Yeah, I don't think nobody is with a microphone in front of them. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't think. Yeah, I mean, how? Here's well, a, I do want to ask that thing. question. How bad were you? I mean. But I don't. You're, you're a, a just, nice you know, guy already. No call, feel, no show, right. kind of stuff, and yeah. just like she stayed with me because she loved me. You, you know? pay me more as like a and flake then, who needs help. Like at that point, you're just like I'm not showing up for things. I was I'm a struggling you, artist. At the right. Time. Oh Were yes, you, of course. Did you, did you ever snatch from her? No, I never got that far. She never okay. had anything good. Ah, oh, wow. There you go. Gotcha. That's, that's good. No, but like they were like her parents were very nice to me. I spent a lot of time at her house. Okay. Like a lot of it during like the dropping out of high school and stuff like that. She was yeah. a year older than me. Uh, in school, but like it's it's like <laughs> it's another one of those people. Like I can't go back and apologize because it won't do any good, yeah, you I know. But it. I feel so bad all the time. Her and parents then, like met you were at her house a lot too. Like her a parents, lot, yeah. Her parents like got me like Christmas gifts. <laughs> Most you know? of the eighties, they dated. Honey, why is your boyfriend asleep on our floor? <laughs> back when Honey? I was with Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, there was some Pacino oh. story where because Pacino will wear disguises when he goes out in public. Oh, okay, and he, and he gets bombarded. This is I hate, I have to pull this up. Keep talking. Oh, okay, okay, well then pull up him with Beverly D'Angelo. Okay, but him and he dated Beverly D'Angelo, mm. and he took her to a Yankees game and he dressed with a fake glasses and a hat and a beard so people wouldn't disguise him. And he's like, "But there's only one problem when you do that. Uh, I didn't realize I was with Beverly D'Angelo." <laughs> So I got recognized. <laughs> wow. So wait, so so there is a picture of him going to the game like yes. that? Okay. Yes, there is. I am looking at Al Pacino, Al Pacino disguise. Just like him in the stands like, I'm miscalculated. <laughs> it's understandable, though. I mean, he mm. must get mobbed. No you know, one of my, one of my favorite goes. ones I've seen is when Eminem was at his absolute peak, he would wear like a Rey Mysterio WWE mask to would go out really? and go shopping. Yeah. Well, that's not helping anything because people are going to look at you anyway. Yeah. Right, but they don't know who. You could have bad burns. You could you could be a luchador out in the town. That's the whole thing with being a luchador. They never take off the mask in public. Really? Yes. The most I didn't fam- know this. The most famous luchador of all time, El Santo, buried in his mask. Isn't that uncomfortable? Probably. I mean, just like around the house. Like. Doesn't matter. It's a fighting spirit. He he unmasked once, like two weeks before he died, in like the middle of like a random bullshit. And this is why I love like Mexican wrestling culture because <laughs> it's literally like it looked like the McLaughlin report where like people are discussing politics and it's just four grown men in suits and like glittery masks. And then one of them, and then El Santo, who was like, he would be like the mix of like the Hulk Hogan and the Brad Pitt of Mexico. And for whatever reason, he just decides like, eh, I'm gonna die soon. He just like picks it up real quick, pokes, and then. Was just dead. Wow. Really? Did we they get a snapshot? They got a snapshot. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. could uh, handsome or a... no, no, well, he's... not at all. There's a few of those. It's a handsome though. mask. Because that's the thing. A lot of those Mexican wrestlers, they'll do uh, they'll do mask versus mask matches, and like they're actually like there is a governing body in Mexico that once you are unmasked, you cannot put it back on. Oh, wow. They take this shit seriously. Wow. But there was a guy whose name was uh, Doctor Wagner Junior. Who lost one of these masks recently? Like his father better. Exactly. <laughs> who who unmasked recently, and he's like the handsomest fucking man you've ever seen. And it's like really like he had a mask on. That Why not whole just time. be that guy? Exactly. I know around. Well, I he's know, still wrestling. I know so. in America. I'm sure they do it there too. But they do the mask to when they have kids wrestling underage. Oh uh, well, yeah. Yeah, throw a mask on him. No one will notice that <laughs> he doesn't. Uh... I know, dude. There's stories from back in the day that like they would it, like the little independent shitty wrestlers. They would have like. 12-year-olds and teach them to walk bow-legged and say they were midgets? Eh. 
That's... <laughs> I love how fucking carny that shit yeah, is. Yeah, it's really you know what? Like, this might yeah. be Speaking of carny shit, this might be a good time to talk about Dankman and uh, the shit you guys put out there. <laughs> yeah, now that we're talking about carny shit. Yeah, it's, uh, carny shit is good shit as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Carny's great. And if you go deeper and you get into gypsy stuff, I love gypsy culture and stuff. Really? Like yeah, it's so interesting to me. What about it? Oh, Just the- Romani. How dare you say gypsy on this podcast? I would you love know, for this clip. To I know. What that's if offensive to me as oh, a no. of gypsies. Oh, Wait, hero, oh gypsies. no. So Neil, don't, don't do this now. <laughs> Neil, there's one stealing the screws out of your desk as we speak. <laughs> this is insane. Oh, do we have to be those people? All right. Go ahead. No, I know a few oh. people who identified as... Uh, no, I'm going to stop right there. It's not a prevalent Learning. culture anymore. There isn't, there isn't like a gypsy kind of... I mean, there's, there, there's there is... It kind of got blended with Carney, mm-hmm. uh, but like I'm talking like ni- early 1900s, late 1800s, right? Like Peaky Blinders type, uh, right? Gypsydom, Romanis, yeah. Is that what they're? So that's, I haven't done a lot of research. It's okay. That's the, that, so that's what the Romani are called. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they were the slang. The slang the, the slander is, okay. is gypsy. Yeah, yeah. And they have their own uh, language. But, so yeah, Romani. Mm-hmm. The, 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 it's the same um, issue. Just think of uh, the same thing of uh, the Jewish religion and the, the idea of like Israel, and then also where the religion goes out to, and then the, the people never having a home. Mm-hmm. Kind of think of that Diaspora. only. Uh, yeah, only think of that in a smaller kind of chasm in which you have it through like Eastern European kind of area where they were never really like they kind of transient. They never, you know, they never really had to settle. People blame them for Just, a lot of shit, and yeah, they get kicked out of a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. So, sorry, you were looking into that kind of stuff, or you? Well, I forget how we got. I'm still. This. I really cannot find this. I really want to find this picture. Oh, I had it scrolled. So Al Pacino. Al Pacino is spelled with three X's. Fuck you. It was in. I'm worse at math than I am at spelling. But Al Pacino and Beverly D'Angelo. I put in Yank. I put Yankees game. Yankee games. Here's what I got. I swear to Christ, I'm not. It's weird. I am not fine. Here's a bunch of stuff over here. But these are like just the players. I don't see. uh, I can't find it at all. And I really want to see him in a fucking disguise. Pacino, Beverly D'Angelo, or Al Pacino disguise. Yeah, a couple different things. No, I guess because it was it was in. I think it was on the cover of like the New York Post. I'm wondering if it was. Like, are they still married? Scrubbed? No, they're or, not. No, there's uh, they married? What an interesting woman she is. She is. She's actually. She was on. Uh, she's had a life. Yeah, she's had like. She's one of these people who's lived several lives. She's like been royalty. Yeah. She's like that Elaine Stritch song. Uh, yeah, I got uh, What's that song? I'm still here. You guys big? Why are you on your Wait, phone? Wait, was that the Bob Dylan? Uh, no, not the no. movie. Elaine yeah, Stritch. Just, uh, I, I always mix them up. Bob it's Dylan a Stephen Seinheim song called uh, I'm Still Here. It's okay. about an I actress. I can't find it either. It's yeah, not I think they scrubbed it. They, maybe yeah. they scrubbed it. I tried it Al Pacino disguise, I've heard baseball. Him talk about, he talked about it on Letterman. Yankee games. It's just not. There's and there was a picture here. of it in like the New York Post. Made. What's the trashier one? The Post. Post. Yeah, the Post. It was on the Post. It was the, you guys, I got to pee. Let place. me know if you find Al Pacino. Oh, great. Right. I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're going to find him. The internet. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Sea of love. Yeah. Oh, look at that shot. There is a nice song. Oh, where can find me in the disguise. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yeah, oh, it's because he's wearing a disguise. The that's hair, why we don't. Yeah, the yeah hair, maybe that's why we don't He's had. I love guys that are just. Have that. had every hairstyle, every Dude. beard, mustache. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. throughout their whole just life. Some of the hair everything. choices. Oh, my God. It's just so oh, crazy. He's an actor. One thing you did one time that you were describing Al Pacino on uh, Letterman. And he's just like slumped back in the chair, 
and he's like, and he calls him uh, right. DL. Right. Oh, he, DL. I was fucking. <laughs> Did left. he actually call him DL, or did I just? I say think that? you just peppered it in. Oh, okay, I'll DL. tell you, DL. He's just taking his bandana off. Yeah, he did. No, he did do that one time. He had a, it was either a scarf or a tie, and Letterman was talking to him, and he's just sitting there, and he's like slowly maneuvering this thing on his neck. And you're like, what the fuck is he doing? He took his tie off and he just tied it around his head like a bandana. He's like, let me tell you something, Dave. <laughs> Shame, man. You've actually played uh, Pacino. No. What? Yeah, I did play Pacino one time. <laughs> Later stages, Pacino. I played late. I played Pacino one time in a. Uh, Fake trailer. What do you think the uh, what does the fascination come from with these? You just like he's so interesting to watch. He's fascinating. I love that era, and I love seventies like method actors. So like they'll go so far, right? And it it's just their and it's all about the work. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they don't care about like whittling. Those guys until recently. They never do interviews. They never do anything. They only right. they only made movies. That's right. Now it's like Brad Pitt's on every fucking press junket. Like, do you really want to play volleyball on, yeah. with uh, Simone Biles on okay. Tonight's mm-hmm. Show? Like, could, could you imagine fucking Al Pacino in 1970 in like a fucking hotel while they bring in every single publication to interview him? Like, so tell us about your new movie. Well, it's called The Godfather, yeah. and it's a, it's a good movie. It's not bad. Francis was very good to me. Did you guys get a lot of that from uh, your family? Were your family big into like watching these movies? Yeah, or did my, you fa- just my, mom, my mom's family is real. My mom's my extended family. Yeah. Yeah. What's your big family yeah. movie out of all of them? Dumb What's and like Dumber. The one. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and okay. Dumber. Still kills. Dumb and Dumber. Uh... Probably Goodfellas, maybe. Goodfellas. Oh, jeez. I had Goodfellas funny in my movie. family. It's funny well, movie. Well, I just mean for a family movie. But my family's little... not like a family. Right, yeah. yeah. It's, just one, it's one that continues to come up. The big one for me was always... It's like me saying casino. <laughs> just being like, we love the bat scene. The bat scene with the grave. No, we that, love Las Vegas. We go every year. this day, that scene That's makes me uncomfortable. I think if you, asked, if, wow. if you asked me, my sister, my mom, my brother, right. if you asked everybody what their favorite... Probably everyone would say... Goodfellas was their favorite movie. Okay. Not that we mm. sat down every Sunday and watched Goodfellas. No, I get you. Right, but it was one like whenever it was on, like, oh, we all need to yeah, watch this. Watching. Like the holidays comes on. Yeah. Um, I had, you know how when uh, kids are like really little, they will watch the same movie like multiple yeah. times in Wild, one Wild day? West. Exactly. Wow, that was yours? Now, I'm, I, I, now I wanted I to be Will Smith so bad when I was young. Mm. Really? Well, my, I can't say anything because mine, mine was Mary Poppins and I wanted to be Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> well, that now I, now closer I change, every day. I might change my answer to a stand. Stand by me. We watch that like. Ooh, we actually have a podcast of us watching Stand by Me. Yeah, us three or four. We have an unlaunched podcast. Can I? Can we're I? Still, we're still finding. Is our it just voice. you guys watching it, just in complete silence, or what? <laughs> yep. No, well, <laughs> here's another thing that comes up. Sometimes an actor's too good to watch on a movie podcast because we've right, done some true. that are if you do great. Stand by Me. You're never. You're. you're there's going to be huge gaps because you're going to be watching River Phoenix. Yeah, right. and and we did Pope of Greenwich Village. We were five minutes in. None of us had said a word. <laughs> no one we fucking because Rourke is another one Mickey that we Rourke fucking yeah. love. You're just like, what the fuck? He just lets that piece of hair every hang now down. And then there's somebody that, especially with like Rourke, Mickey Rourke. It's like that was just the right time, the right place. He made right. shit after that, yeah. and it's like that him when he was like. In his 30s and in movies like that in New York, you're like, mm-hmm. ah, this guy's perfect. Uh, I was going to say ours because it was my brother's favorite movie, but it was when we all watched The Sandlot. It's oh, sure. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. yeah, everybody remembers the ins and outs, everything. Um, Family movie. That movie makes sense. Right, exactly. <laughs> that movie makes sense. Him saying, like, I didn't watch 
Goodfellas until yeah, like probably all my own. My uncle wasn't like he would. We would watch The Godfather together. Mm-hmm. My uncle had the set, and he would because he was from Philly. So uh, grew up in an Italian Polish neighborhood. Like it made sense. Like you know, so. But he wasn't just like, he was like, yeah, now we'll show the good fellas. <laughs> Put that in Christmas morning. How you guys, you guys feel good with your I'm new sorry. presents? Is Lethal Weapon more appropriate? Actually, that wouldn't be bad. It's got Hollywood charm to yeah, it. You know bad. what I mean? Good fellas is, watch woof. Lethal Weapon a lot. Could I, be, you know. I, I mean, uh. Oh, don't look at me. I was the sound of music, dude. Don't, you don't have to tell me shit. Oh, wow. I'm not kidding. Watched, sound of music watched, and Sister Act. My grandmother was very, Sister Act very, was great. She yeah. was trying to get you it's into Nazis. That, that's all. Oh, I watch every movie. All, I still watch like any genre, any time period. I watch all movies. I wish we okay, had you well, fun to do. Let, let, let me ask a question then. Do you have any movie? Have you ever cried at a movie? Like, what's a movie that gets to you like emotionally that um, like will fuck you up? I'll give you a good example. I couldn't watch Big Fish for 10 years because that movie made me cry before my dad fucking you died. Dad stuff. Exactly. But that Ooh. was, but it made me cry before my really? dad died. And then it took me 10 years to be like, I. I watched, I mean, I was like, as a teenager and stuff, like, I'm one of these people who's like, I, I'd never cry at a movie. What am I? Yeah. And then never cried I like, anyway. I came right 18. out of my mom and I lit a cigar <laughs> yeah. and that yeah. was it. But when I was like 18, I watched I watched Stand By Me. I know I already brought it up, but I watched mm. it all the time growing up and then I didn't watch it for a long period. And I watched it when I was like 18 mm. and I fucking was like a mess. <laughs> movie hit, it I'm hits like, different when you're done riding bikes with your friends. Yeah, because, yeah. because all yeah. my friends from that period... People were starting to get fucked up, move away. One of them got that. stabbed trying to break up an argument. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always the piece. What's keeper. the one for the? Yeah, I we love already the talked one. about Rourke, the wrestler. When I saw that, I was oh, like, God, "Holy yeah. shit, dude!" This you know what's funny? Real. I fucking love Aronofsky, and that's probably my least favorite movie. Is it really? And I liked it. It's just it was. It's so much different than any of his other well, movies. It, it very much is. And uh, did you see Mother yet? Dude, yeah, I hated Mother. I loved Mother I so much. It, it so was much. so up its own asshole, and I like that I about it. That's what I hated about it. But did you like Noah? I, 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 it wasn't my favorite, but I like Noah. I, dude, I loved the fucking fountain. Like, I'm fine with I the never pretentiousness. Saw the but the whole thing, the whole thing with the wrestler, I think that might have been something I was just too close to. Where like wrestling, I knew, yeah, Not I knew, really. I knew all those stories. Like none of it was like, oh, he was at the top of the world and now he has nothing. Like, yeah, no, I've seen these guys. I, I get pictures with them and they but sign my autograph. About, you go to that about, empty, about yeah. the fact that he is was that guy in a different field, right? That yeah. makes it like so real. Where you're like. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy who fucked up his life and destroyed his has career been. and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. He was a has-been. He was, was the character. Really <laughs> I love, like, Aronofsky. Like, I, he would, for years, just getting fights with directors, like, just off the bat. You know, like, guy says, nothing like major. The guy says something, he just doesn't respect him. Rook. And then uh, Aronofsky would just fuck with him and be like, Rourke's dog is in the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, he's all about, he's one of these guys that has like millions of dogs. He loves fucking dogs. Mm-hmm. His dog, his favorite dog is in the hospital. And he's just like, hey, uh, Mick, we got a call from the vet, but I'm not going to tell you what happened <laughs> until we <laughs> nail this scene. Just fucking uh. with him. Just bringing it out of him. And he's one of, he was like, he's one of these guys, like you were saying, he's always skeptical of every director, like. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. This fucking film school douchebag. And he's met Aronofsky, and Aronofsky's just like, you're fucking worthless. He's pointing his face. He goes, you, you, we, can't get, we can't raise any money on your name. Your reputation sucks. Blah, blah, all this shit. And then he goes, oh, and I, can't, and I can't pay you a dime to make this fucking movie. And Rourke goes, this guy's all right. This guy. <laughs> Still boxes. Right, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Still boxes. He's like 60 years old. He goes to an all-black gym in like Santa Monica. 
Oh, wow. Or one of those. I think he's an L.A. guy. Yeah, he's fucking tough as nails. Nice. That's something about that masculinity really gets to me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, that's something that makes you cry? Or what, what, what's well, the wrestler? Is something that makes me cry. There's an episode of the West Wing when uh makes me cry, Martin Sheen. Shit. Uh, Martin I, Sheen's I've a great never, actor. It's a movie. It's uh, an episode of the West Wing that makes me cry. That's a series that I completely missed. Yeah, I've never it's a seen great one series. episode of the West Wing. I fucking love Sorkin. I've heard. No, I've heard it's great. It's, it's a definitely uh, something I just completely didn't. Let's mm-hmm. see. What else would make me cry? Yeah, I was young when that show was on. Oh, Silver Linings Playbook. Bobby De Niro playing the dad. Really? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because that's about a Delco family, so it kind of right. hit way too right. close to home. There's I some, didn't have. I just had one weird thing. Because De Niro looked like my grandfather, like just was that person. He like right. That was exactly who he was. Right. So when he was like always just like, Patty, what are you doing? So like, well, we're not gonna. What are, you're not gonna watch the game with me, Patty. Patty, and he's like following him out of the house. Patty, <laughs> Patty. I was watching that. I'm like, this is too weird. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> oh Papa? god, because like Bradley Cooper's in bed and he's just like he's very goal driven. Like and all the you gotta watch the Eagles shit, game. All with the me. men- yeah. mental illness stuff of the like. No, the remote's got to be there. If the remotes aren't there... Right. You're going to jinx them. Yeah, right. that type of shit. You that, could, that's how they lost the conference. You game. could hate where you come from, but something like that will be like, uh, get you just instinctually. Hard. Yeah, too, fucking oh, hit yeah. you hard. He's just like, I just want to watch the Eagles game with you. Like, oh my God. I'm going to give anything to watch the Eagles game with uh, That type again. of thing of watching a guy that's very masculine, who can't show any emotions, and then you go, Finally oh, that's emotion. why you wanted to just go... Why don't you just fucking say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's. I, I still think that is the way to get through to old men like that, where it's like, wait, you didn't tell us your feel. What kind of fucking pussy is afraid <laughs> yeah, to tell your feelings? Tell me. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, I don't, don't want do to let the bad people it's, in. <laughs> fuck you. It's been just, a hypocritical. I never understood. I'm a pretty emotional dude. Not like. Mm. Well, also, I come off as a cold asshole. Actually, most of the time, it's very strange. Mm. I'm very in touch with my emotions, but that always threw me off because I'm around women. You know, I, it would be like, yeah, I mean, tell you how, you know, tell you, tell me how you feel. I'd be like, fine, yeah. okay, I'll tell you how my, I'm pretty in touch with that, I could do it. But when I started guys be like, guys would actually not even, like, just talk about the game or sports or something like that. I was like, dude, yeah, but how are you feeling? I mean, your dad's in the hospital, and he's like, I don't know, I want to talk about it. Right. I'd be like, what's wrong? Like, what's up? You don't want to, what's the, I don't know, I never understood that. I was like, what are you, being like a bitch? Like, yeah. You gotta be like a little softy right. little bitch. Right, I tried to, uh. I never get it. Write like a sketch. It didn't work, because I. Really good at writing, but I wrote this sketch where it was like guys watching a, a football game or any a basketball game, and it was like what what they would say to each other, and they would have the Annie Hall like subtitles of what that meant. Because uh, like that's uh, what it is okay. when you see guys watching a sure. game, yeah. and they're like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like uh, you know, like talking about the chips or the game. Right, 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 it's right. just like I'm clinging to our friendship. <laughs> like that's how they really feel. I'm scared. I'm gonna lose you. Yeah, if I lose you. <laughs> what yeah. am I gonna do? Yeah, I mean that's I like what that. like it's weird because like. Uh, it's a generation where our father, my father, at least in my example, my mother told me it was okay to talk about my feelings. My father doesn't think that's okay. Won't ever fucking change. <laughs> like, so I'm a little of both. So like, I'm a very nice person, but like, I'll fucking scream and yell if, if my point is not getting across. And like, it's just, I'm a weird mix of like sugar and spice. It's just, I think I got both because I got, I got women who were hardened. Like, so that would, they would be like, they could communicate ideas, but if you like, like if you wanted to get across some things or if there was trouble that they didn't want kids, especially children was always very protective of the children. So that means like if there was problems, you would never have an inkling smiling face on you at all times. And it was like the duality there. Cause it wasn't like, 
and it was around me like you shouldn't talk about feelings like that. It was right. more of just like, what's wrong with you? And then you'd hear like they'd be like, nothing, I'm fine. Go to your room, you know. Yeah, then right. you know, two minutes later, you just hear them crying in the back, yeah, and you're like, why is mom crying? <laughs> she's like, because she's a tough broad, <laughs> and she's fucking going through this right she's now, emptying it out. Yeah, yeah. it's you know. built up. My both my parents six or like both sides six siblings each or something like that Ooh. That's how my and there's like these that. tiny beefs between the siblings that nobody talks about they just come to Thanksgiving uncle whatever won't be at Thanksgiving because this uncle or aunt will be there and it's just wow. like we're going to do Thanksgiving we're anyway but we're not going to talk about it there's, like, Hold on, wait, there's yeah. 25 people at a table Right and like these two sisters aren't talking because my right. mom's family's like that where it's all <laughs> their dad left them so they all hate men and there's like uh, a bunch of sisters. Sure. It's like classic old Irish spinster type of Right, show. right, right. So they all don't trust men. But you'll be sitting at a table. There's people everywhere. And these two people aren't talking. And everybody else is talking about how they're not <laughs> talking. talking. And how you shouldn't. Don't bring it up don't to anybody else. Don't bring it up. It's like that's all we're fucking talking about. And these right. two are sitting silently. And it's like. Well, how long have they been talking? It's like, I don't know, 1984 or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what happened? We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right. So we got a bit off topic there, but I brought it up because we have a segment we do every week about sad fucking music, and that is the depressive, suicidal, black metal song of the week. As much as I want to listen to metal, I'm going to take a piss real quick. I'll be right back. No, no, it's so, okay. You are uh, missing gold, though, sir. This one's pretty unique. I, I just plucked this out of nowhere, as I usually do, but as I looked into it, the band is Be Persecuted. The song is All End Soon. This is a Chinese depressive suicidal black metal band. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Um, okay, oh. hold on. I might so be... So wait, what was the time saving again? 114, 127? Uh, 127 is what I have. One... Go over 120. No, okay. Hold so... On. There we go. All right. We are set. And I'll go up in this so you should hear it in your headphones. One of the there. band members is named Autism. <laughs> oh, it's, God. I agree you. Uh, Antonio Brown, the guy who's gotten in a bunch of yeah, trouble, yeah, right? Yeah. Stuff like, yeah. he, one of his daughters is named Autonomy. <laughs> hmm. He's accused of sex charges, <laughs> sexual assault <laughs> charges. I was like, that is the best. Never mind. Sorry. Keep going. I said it on the last one. I could not believe it. We were looking at his thing. I was like, his one, it was just Wikipedia. I was like, one of his daughter's names is yeah. Autonomy. Are you fucking kidding me? Sorry. Got, uh, all right. Never mind. No, no, yeah, yeah. Listen to Suicide Black Metal. Oh. Uh, lyrics. Night stabbed like a dagger. It's hatred leading me through. It's fated to break down in this night. Destiny doom. Life light has crushed out. It's blade to cut off the wrist tomorrow. End me up without tomorrow anymore. End me up? <laughs> Take me away. The Chinese. Take me oh, away man. to bury all these dirties. <laughs> Now, are those the lyrics? Or those your that's your diary. Those on are what the, you. Oh, no, no, those are. I, I those, thought that was your personal thoughts on the song. I sent oh. in some letters, and they made a song out of it. I thought it was very nice of autism and uh, the boys to put together. Oh, is that his name, so or just everybody bad. calls him that because he has it? I mean, well, they don't take too kindly to them in China. Mm, so very uh, true. Um, unless he's recording his tracks from the bottom of a river, I don't yeah. think that's the case. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> yeah, I just walked in. On, I, I don't. Now that we're in the Chinese section, I don't want to. Okay, I had an impression that. I was going to. Don't, don't. I'm not. No. No, well, you uh, can, but you got to go get your teeth out of the car. <laughs> My funny <laughs> teeth. Jesus you got to get your railroad hat. <laughs> this is just. 
I just God. don't know why. Why are we? Well, why? Okay. We can't help it. It's, it's I know. No, I know. When, when something feels taboo, you want to go there anyway. I feel yeah, like I understand. Yeah, yeah, of right. course. So let's Can talk I a little bit. My saddest thing that ever happened in my whole life five minutes ago. I know. <laughs> which we, we jumped on, which is really what we try to go for. Oh, let's, let's yeah. segue into the saddest movies you've ever cried to. Yeah, and then yeah. we're just slowly getting our way out of the darkness here. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We're going to talk about death next. We're going to wrap it up on death. Yeah. You have any big Wonderful. deaths? What's a, what's your first big one? First top three. Top three deaths. Okay. Ever. <laughs> top three. All right. It's not a billboard. I think that, I think they're <laughs> I think they're all opioid deaths. Yeah. Really? So Well, there was James Gandolfini. That was big. <laughs> that was big. <laughs> all right, guys. Now yeah, Ken, To the point where I was know. looking up how this much been bus misery tour. Were. We'll see you guys. I do. Remember what I, I sometimes I think about John Are Candy and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah, I get really oh, sad God. about John Candy. Yeah. No, I don't really care. Like, celebrities die. I don't know them or whatever. But for sure. some reason, John Candy makes me very, <laughs> I'm very same, sad. That same way with here. Gandolfini, yeah. yeah. Gandolfini, too. That's very sad. And it's like to the point where I was looking up the price not of bus tickets. Not my top three. It's not worse than my stepfather or grandfather. <laughs> right. But it was pretty bad. <laughs> I just thought like when I was young, when it happened, well, I was, not, I was on a lot of drugs. I was like maybe 17. And I was looking up. You gotta forgive me. I was only twenty three. How much it would cost to go to New York and go to the church service for his funeral? Like I was just gonna be like one of a couple people there, like just to pay my respects. (laughs) Very sorry for your loss. Yeah, but there's like police barricades. You? (laughs) There's like fucking thousand people there. Yeah, I wasn't the only one. Sure. No, No, I mean, yeah. Uh, How you resonated with him? I guess very, very strong. His eyes. His eyes. His eyes. They said he had the eyes of like a like a puppy. Yeah. That's what David Chase said about him. It was a fucking... He had very sad eye, even though he was very... Uh, you pay attention to him when he's on He had very, like, like, sad eyes. And he just—he uh-huh. had just done that relationship movie, right? Enough yeah. said. I watched it the Enough other night. Said, right? I was actually... I did have a bunch of questions that were like... Uh, and the other thing, I, one of them was like, what was your last rewatch? Like, what was your last... Yeah, one that you, you kind of do uh, that, you, that you rewatch. So I guess you just watched it again. I just watched enough said. I forget who the writer director is. A woman uh, made that movie. First time I saw it. Is it Jill Solo? No, that's not who made that. Uh, It's great. It's such a departure from like a Tony Soprano, which I kind of prefer. (coughs) After seeing The Soprano so many times, I kind of prefer seeing Gandolfini not in that power position. Yeah, like I just watched Mm -hmm. the taking of Pelham one, two, three. I just watched that too because you saw it and you said it's not a bad movie. The mayor and the remake. Yeah, the remake. Okay, that's what I, I remember seeing that. It wasn't it's got a bad. stacked cast. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. And but Gandolfini's the mayor, and you're like, wow, this guy's not even. Hmm. He couldn't be further from right. a Tony Soprano. I still think one of my favorite roles of him was in True Romance. He yeah, was he's fucking great. great fucking that. scary. That's like a yeah. precursor to the Sopranos. Scary dude. Yeah, the dating movie. That's all I was saying. It was, it was, it was you see him like kind of at, very good. Kind of, felt very good. At least in the, the the clips I saw, I was like, oh man, his. It's kind of very genuine. He's trying to be like this older guy who's like opening up after I think a divorce or a death. Both divorce, yeah. And it's and like it's, for some reason it resonates with me. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, you know, like so, I love so, that. That's your. You're just like, like he fucking gets it, dude. Like, you're 23. What are you fucking doing, dude? 25. I have no <laughs> idea how old you are. The the ultimate death question then for this podcast: Does Tony die in the finale? Absolutely no. Absolutely, no, I agree doesn't. with you. Absolutely. Defend, defend your horrible thoughts. <laughs> it's not a horrible thought. It's just you don't see any right. fucking good evidence. It's like I see more evidence of shit in the Subruder film than I see at the end of. Oh, this guy is wearing a jacket with no name Can on it, and I so it actually. I heard a funny theory on the Subruder footage. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
Please. about how the one of the uh, Secret Service guys in the car behind them accidentally was like not paying attention and like sneezed or something and his gun went off. <laughs> the bullet that hit oh, him came the other way. Oh, I shot the president in the face, man. <laughs> oh my God. I shot oh my God. Shot, got a, shot in the face. I don't shot. know nobody in Dallas, John man. John Travolta? What is it? No, let him go. This is the first Travolta. <laughs> let him go. This is why he's so know. dedicated to Scientology. Because yeah. I, I shot Marvin in the face. You shot him in the face. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing uh, John Christopher Walken. Walken. That's yeah, cool. I'm doing Christopher Walken, clearly. Oh, uh, shot the president in the face, man. Man, you never... Um, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Tony lives at the end Tony because lives at the end, right. that's what is presented on the screen. I, I I don't believe so. I've heard the ending described as like a, you know a Who song, like a Who concert when they smash the guitar. Yeah, it is the equivalent of smashing the guitar. It's over. Make of this what you will. Mm, I don't it's think any way you want it. It's any way you right, want well, it. Is, I don't want because, deep because it's don't stop leaving. Uh-huh. Under that was any way you want it. I heard a rumor that the song they wanted to use is any way you want it by Journey. Uh huh. And it would be too much of a nod though. Don't uh, stop believing. My, uh, my Better song thing, to use. It's laying it on a little. This is from uh, what's his face mm. said it to a guy. I took a class at the Bryn Mawr Film Institute about the Sopranos mm. existentialism. As related to the Sopranos. Okay, you wasted your money. Continue. Yes. Me and like 15 older Jewish ladies that <laughs> never watch the Sopranos, but well, they I'm have in. to do something because they're just tired of spending their husband's money in Bryn Mawr. So. Bacala says it. It just goes to black. You, here's know, you don't know you're being killed. And the real argument is every time, just the composition of the shots. We keep seeing every time the bell rings, see we what, see Tony Soprano, and then we see his perspective and what's yeah. walking in. how the and show was. We hear the bell, and it's a filmmaker. We were more of a peeping Tom on that show than part him. of the show. We never saw things through Tony's eyes. We saw what Tony saw through our own eyes. Yeah, but it's very. Like, it seems. I had a. I tripped on shrooms one time, and I, I kept calming myself down by saying, "No, Tony's alive." alive." (laughs) Like, because I thought I could go there right now. I thought he lived for a few years after that, and then I watched it second, third, seven, eighth times, and I was like, "All right, I think he's dead now." What I think it's turned just like a it? Gut feeling. I don't know. I just watched. I never had that gut like feeling through rewatches. But you here's realize, the thing. Like, oh, it's that's like he's like, for sure dead. <laughs> one time you just watch it, like he died that time. Yes, he died that time. That time, just Here, this time. Here's yeah. the thing, though. Even like if he lived, <laughs> it would be not a good show anymore because it would be just him in court. You know, well, right. those way, proceedings. Like is, either way, it doesn't end well. His life is not. It's not going to end well. So, right. Yeah, this is Business Insider actually hitting on exactly that point. Like overall, whether or not Tony died is not the important part it's of the not show. Important, no. It's just something people can't let go of. Right. <laughs> but uh, would the family work if they were told exactly what happened to Tony, Carmela, eh, Carmela Meadow, and AJ? It's like my uh, least Paul favorite Walmart, thing about that show. Like, it, I don't. I don't really care. Well, if Americans died or not. just can't get a hold of kind of depth when it comes to endings they really just don't right. like it they right. just don't enjoy it there's no good way to end a tv show and i think yeah. that was the best way i've ever seen it done yeah i think just they, cut the black yeah. you don't get it new heart was right. good <laughs> new heart frazier that was pretty good well while we're, talking, while, while we're talking about frazier. death there was an article i found here uh that would be the second tab neil so yeah, man suffers is, heart attack dies at work co-workers gather oh for my group God. selfie thinking he'd fallen asleep 
We don't know if it's oh real, but I hope it if is. If it's real, how I do you hope. go on about your day? Uh, you probably don't do fun selfies as well, often. Well, here's the thing, though. If that man died, now they say this, mm-hmm. the majority of the time, you evacuate your bowels. Right. How? It still takes a minute. It's not like a... Oh, you th- you okay. <laughs> so you're thinking, yeah, when the picture was taken, well, it might have just actually, happened. Actually, you, know, you know what's funny? I had that thought recently because I was in the room when my stepdad died. I'm right, like, right. oh, are we going to start smelling poop? But then I remembered so, he had a colostomy bag. Yeah. His butthole was uh, sewn shut. Yeah. So... There you go. He does look dead. Best right. of both But worlds. that could be like people boarded an office I making this up. I rid of his butthole. You think yeah. he looks dead? He just does look asleep in this well, picture. Guys, I'm, his I'll be color honest, is I off. Look, He's much yeah. whiter than right. everybody else in that picture. I, I looked it up and it is fake. But I was, I, I I was, so, so, I was so excited by it when I first saw it. He does it. not look much whiter. You can, I mean, you can do the comparison to all these. Yeah. This is just low light. He look, if he works in tech, here. that's just what they look like. It looks like there's a fluorescent lighting on the left side of the picture. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, this is clearly a light overhead. I'm also over staring time. into a Ferrari. You're also fluorescent light. Right uh, yeah, here. that's a. This is LED. How dare you? LED. What is? It's a halogen, right? Yes. This is a halogen. Light? Halogen. This it's is a halogen, dude. I got halogens all over halogens. my property. No, it's a halogen. I just got it. Anyway. <laughs> hey. I got so many halogens, I can't even sit down. But besides that, <laughs> we are uh, dying. <laughs> uh, and this was just another thing I found funny. Man has heart attack at top of a water slide. I'm so sad. There's not video of that. This poor dude. Yeah. You brought this up. This poor guy. Wait, so he had to ride down the water slide. First of all, how are they not brother and sister? Their are teeth they? are the yeah, exact their teeth are same. Way too fuck up. That looks like somebody's uncle with their niece. Yeah, that's not crazy. quite father daughter. Oh man, you don't want to die. No, thank that you. That looks like a. Sweet that's quite a. Yeah, I, I, I want to go. Is that Machu Picchu? Jesus, I think so. <laughs> oh man, that's tough, dude. He just so he died coming down a water slide. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was coming a, down a water slide, he, and he had a heart attack because he was so excited. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Lord, actually, go to that dead. picture. What? This one? That's his jizz coming down the mountain. <laughs> that's, ah. that's all jizz. down the mountain with jizz. This is terrifying. That's, uh, that's a bummer. So, I want to die that way, though. On a water slide? Yeah. Just like a How die, do you like, want to die, like, ideally? Ideally, I'm not kidding. Like one of those slides or something. Because Mm. I want to die around a lot of people. (laughs) And I (laughs) I get that. Surrounded by friends. Yeah, because more likely I'm going to die alone than in an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All the cops going to shoot me? What? Die by uh, cop suicide? What? Is that what you're thinking? That's not a bad idea. I'm going to die of a heart attack. Yes, you will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's not a prediction, but I I mean, just, you know. I was very paranoid about heart attacks. Your family, and then I only found off. out. I only found out recently nobody in my family has ever had a heart attack. I don't think anybody in my family has either, but I just feel it. It's like a time bomb sitting in mm. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna. I think for me, it's just gonna be you know something fucking not health related. It's not gonna be really? a natural death. It's gonna be something like you'll be riding your scooter, minding your own business, dude. <laughs> right. I, the only thing that saved my fucking skull today was the backpack I was wearing. Dude, what if you got Final Destination and like this whole place is going to go up in flames any second now? Oh my god! If you want to end this podcast on spontaneous human combustion, I'm just saying it would be really good for the likes. I well, I do like. I'm a people pleaser at heart. Okay. I fucking that shit. I, you forget about it as you're talking, but my scooter's still there. Yeah, I kind of just walked away from it. I had to get here. Eddie, your body is still there. This has all been a hallucination. <laughs> we have, uh, we're surprised that we're able to pick that kind of stuff up on electronics. Yeah. These are good Behringers. This they is the Jacob's Ladder podcast. And, uh, um, what? Uh, I mean, are you still a practicing Catholic, Patty? Um, no, not really. He doesn't have to <laughs> practice anymore. He's a perfect. Yeah, Catholic. I'm perfect. <laughs> I don't practice. Yeah. Actually, I went it's like pro- riding a bike. Sorry. 
Okay. So so not really. So I mean, do you believe in like the still the, the afterlife? No, I don't believe. I'm very so. I'm not. I don't actually believe that type of stuff. But I'm socially, yes, I'm very. I all of the uh, mm. social mannerisms okay. and behavior and of a good Catholic a, boy of a cat because it, uh, it goes a lot further than just what they say in there. Sure. Certain way that Catholic people are. I uh, until I home. until I started dating a Jewish girl and she pointed it out every time I did it. What? Yeah, exactly. I really what are these things? I grew up Catholic. I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. Just other than the saying, like maybe, oh my God, I don't know what you're talking. About. Um, it's also it's combined like a shame with kind like, of thing. Well, the shame, yeah, the shame. Oh, yeah, the guilt. Sure, the guilt. Okay, it's also mixed with like um, children of alcoholic type of okay. behavior. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Which I blend the two. So maybe gotcha. just my own. You know, uh, they, they literally have meetings for that. I went to one yes. a few months ago. Did you really? Yeah. Because I was uh, I was in a I dark place. I didn't know I place. had it until recently. Yeah? Yeah. I was in a dark place, but it's dude, it's funny. It's I literally just get very, very depressed when I'm single and not having sex. As soon as I started dating a girl, like, I'm fine. I have that yeah, same good. thing, but as soon as I start dating a girl, I'm like, I don't like this. You know, maybe it's because I haven't found the right girl. Oh, you don't but like it's also, actually being. But it's like, okay, I got the thing. What's the next thing? Right. Yeah, you know, it's a drug addict behavior that's kind of mixed in. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I was feeling pretty low, and I stumbled on uh, the concept of children Is of it alcoholics. Different than Al-Anon. It's very different than Al-Anon because Al-Anon is supposed to be able to make you like you know understand what that person's going through, where it's literally like all of my preconceptions and wiring is fucked up because I grew up having to be a little bit more of an adult. Right, right, like right. I'm responsible for the way other people You're like always thinking about other people. people exactly. Are taking care of people. It's sure up to me. Right. It's up to me to make sure dad doesn't get to right. like, don't piss off. Like, cause if I, if I step on the, on the wrong place yes, here, yes, everything's going to fuck go. Superstitions crazy. follow you around. Exactly. Yeah. Well, not even specifically that, but just it's it's you're being raised by somebody who is not in rational control right, of themselves. Right, yeah. right. And they talk about those children having to deal with almost like a narcissism of an addict because they can't be wrong. Right. Like they're your they're your parents. Exactly. Yeah. So they can't be wrong. So you have to kind of explain away or deal with it. Yeah. So you start to become a kid who's just like, we make sure the water's here because he's going to wake up with a headache. <laughs> and we do this over here because that's the right thing. And it makes us not get beat. And don't wake, don't wake him up in the middle of the night because then oh, he's going to be, he's going to be in a bad mood. And it's going to be all your fault. Because the adult drank a bunch and, you know, wasn't a shitty feeling. All never. I mean, I luckily have not. I, I had, you know, uh, just wine drinkers. All the men were already dead by the time I came around. Ah, Unfortunately, hey, all the men were, were, were dead. So yeah. it didn't really work. Yeah, you, you came into your family like somebody visiting Europe in 1950. <laughs> like, where'd all the guys go? <laughs> yeah, the godfather much. when Michael I grew up around a lot of sober, like sober people, too. And there's a lot of... Oh, really? Dry alcoholics, mm. dry drunks. Yep. They're just dry out, and it's like what? so. You're not. There's nothing. What's different. that so again? A dry, dry, dry drunk. Someone dry, a dry alcoholic is someone who quits drinking, right. but Doesn't deal with the issues that cause. Uh, so of like, course. so like, okay. when you go so sober not, for a stretch, right? Yeah, exactly. Because no. <laughs> if you stop Seriously? drinking, you still have to work on yourself. It's or, not like. Yeah. Well, I did the one thing that right. I had to do. You're, you're, yeah. you're not addressing keep, any of the things that drove you to it in the first place. You're just white knuckling every day. That's the rough part. If I couldn't like uh, do stuff like this or anything like that, I'd probably be a dry drunk. Gotcha. This is fucking misery back there that I'm just slowly unpacking and putting away. Yeah, you need fulfillment in your life. You need to work on yourself. Yeah, I've I've done everything. Everything. Fucking, 
yoga, fucking transcendental meditation, isolation tanks, fucking bought a scooter, flipped mm. it. Fucking, and I was looking up fucking Triumph motorcycles the day before. I was like, I think I'm ready to graduate to a motorcycle. Yeah, fucking, my, I must have Scorpion. You know Scorpions when people hit and then right, their legs go behind the head? Upper, yep. But then I fucking rolled and I thought, oh, it was fucking crazy. But I don't have one of these coming to Jesus moments. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like. You didn't see any kind this of This scars from an old scooter accident, you know? <laughs> I'm collecting those now. Here's no, a question. No, no, you retell that one to the grandkids. That's like, this is where I fell off my hog. Yeah. This is why Going you can't it, Every couple years it goes up, like, it'll be like a... Uh like a dirt bike in three years. This is where, this is where uh, I yeah, went yeah, over yeah. seven buses in the Snake River this Canyon. This is from the opioid wars. That's right. Here's the thing. What do you think, like, in terms of, let's just say you're having a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Catholic school, no Catholic school. Would you want to put them in, like, a school co-op, a Montessori, if you will? I want to do some new experimental Re- shit with my kid. Really fast. I had the weirdest dream. I dreamed... Someone who I'm talking to right now was pregnant, and I had I had a full Jeez. life dream yesterday. It's funny that you brought that up. I woke up in a weird state this morning, okay. just being like, when you wake "Oh, up, she's pregnant." Okay, let's. Uh, I got to get up and be a father. Like next I, thing, yeah, yeah, dude. I was. If you're putting stuff into your body, that's gonna fuck with your brain a little bit. Sure. You wake up and you don't know if something was a dream. Or I love you know. it. Uh-huh. Oh my god, some of my funnest. You just wa- like the first couple hours of a day, you're just walking around like. Everything sure. could be different depending <laughs> yeah, on which way yeah, that yeah. dream. Like stick your head downstairs. Hey guys, yeah. but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you, so if you were having a child, and I, 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 I stepped right in there. So if you're having a child, oh, would what you raise think? them Catholic? What? No, well, not or even something. raise them Catholic. Would you do like? Would you instill church in them, but not go yeah. to church because that's a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, it's especially like, pay with you. You're kind of like I'm not practicing, but I, you know, do I want to put that on them? Like, like what? You I know? did. I did the CCD route. So I'm I did CCD sorry. too. My mother was a CCD teacher. Uh, it'd be it'd be trickier for those me goddamn liars. Sorry, what? <laughs> it'd be trickier for me because I'm dating a Jewish woman. But oh, but so then cool. again, she already said she already said if we have kids, she might concede on the circumcision, which my- is all I really want. <laughs> I mean, I want my boys to be flappy. My goal is just not to raise like an angry atheist, right? Because I'm I went through that whole thing. And I then I'd be like, there's no reason to do that to a kid. Like, right. yeah. so, so I would I just know, raise like, them as, you I don't know, think like, my mom, because I, I grew up with my mom, and she didn't put any of that on me. But I went to Catholic school. Right. And so I put a I. lot of it on myself. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, 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 in, it's in there. It's baked it's in. So in, the idea is just happening. It's just there. It's yeah. just there already. So. Yeah, yeah, in a lot I of wouldn't ways. push it on anybody. I just, uh, what, all I need is a rogue Catholic priest that's willing to like do the sacraments on my kids and right. not have to make them go to school for any of it. Right. I just want my kid to have a godfather, but I don't want to fill out paperwork about it. I just want to right. have he has a godfather. It's a pain in the Did ass. You? Yeah, I, it's a whole thing. It, yeah. Really? I just want to, yeah. you know. I've been a godfather that's as Catholic twice, as I want to get. and there's been no paperwork involved. Well, you're posthumously. <laughs> I don't think it was real. <laughs> Maybe. Was it? it probably wasn't. Because no. you have to do. Because there's two different types. No, one of them Catholic one godfathers of them aren't. You're going to do it in the eyes of God. There's paperwork. Yeah. yeah. And donations. But is that, le- is that legally binding? you got to slip him an envelope. No, it's not. It of means nothing. Right? It means nothing. 
Also, I've always been foster about you guys, care. But I, I prefer to separate church and state. That's just me. Just I have always known you and the founding fathers. <laughs> there's something. There's something about uh, all the godfathers I've ever met from my town. I should say, every time it was a pretty Catholic couple. Like mm-hmm. this is my, the same as me. Catholic couple, and the, the godfather was always someone who didn't go to church. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time it was the uncle who didn't go. Who was like, like, well, we got to make him. You that's know. All, when I needed it, uh, my. Sp- Sponsor for what do you get a sponsor for? Confirmation, confirmation, yeah. confirmation. and immediately or addiction. Like, Uncle G, yeah, I'm like Uncle Jim, who was like an ex. He's a biker, ex uh-huh. meth guy. And my mom's like, uh, keep scrolling down the list of uncles there. I'm like, I had a cousin. He married into the family. I asked him to be a confirmation sponsor just because he was cool, mm-hmm. but he was like, I'm not in good standing with the church. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not everybody's a part of this thing that I'm being indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah. A confirmation sponsor. No. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I had to sit through a church funeral the other week, and church fucking sucks. Dude, I haven't seen a church funeral in a while. Really? Church is the worst. Oh, yeah, no, still... it's usually just been like a bring a priest to the funeral home. I thought I was it. at it, and then they brought me back yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 they're going in that direction, where it's like, yeah, just bring the priest That's here. And we'll... it's just, it eats up so much of your fucking day. It's not really that bad, actually. I've been feeling, actually, that it's quicker. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I went to church a good amount when I was younger. Uh-huh. I feel as an adult, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty, this is moving in a clip. We're pretty good. We're not too bad. <laughs> I don't I've been sure. fucking yeah, homilies where they just fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, shut oh, the oh. fuck up. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm laughing at you. I'm getting fucking prodded because my mom's like, stop laughing at the priest. And I'm just done. I don't want to be here anymore. It's just bullshit. I do do a lot of eye rolling. I've been getting a trouble by my own family because if we're in one of those ceremonies and he starts in, I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> here we go. Only oh. through Jesus can we play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Hack. There's just, some great quotes in the Bible. There's some cool shit in there, but they yeah, never talk sure. about the cool shit. Man, they don't talk about smashing the. I looked brains and I beheld. Rocks. I beheld a pale horse in it. <laughs> and fucking the name on we're going was to that? death and, yeah, and yeah. hell followed. Is it a it's good read? Beautiful. Is it worth? I mean, I've seen pale horses. <laughs> They're nothing to write home about. Is it a good read? <laughs> it's <laughs> not read my it. favorite never book. Read it. Yeah, a, 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 a lot of it is really just like so and so begat. Right. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's very moral driven. But I've never read it. Should I? Should I read it? Yeah. I don't I'm think always, you try. I'm always like, so what uh, you're gonna find is is if you come at it with the mindset. This is what I've learned is if you come out with a mindset that these are God's words. You're gonna start doing a bunch of perception that really isn't there. If you come at it from the right. the idea of just like these are just writings and I'm objectively mm-hmm. gonna read this, you're gonna come to right. find that it's just it sounds like early man trying yeah. to figure <laughs> shit out. <laughs> it, I'm a very like uh, I don't know. I'm always spiritual. like conflicted. You're like, spiritual, spi- baby. Yeah, spiritually. You're spiritually yeah. conflicted. I don't know. I'm you, you, have to, you have to read the I'm stuff. I'm always like, grappling like this. Like, uh, what is my, you know, what? Like, you, you need I to read it. I don't want to, but I just. You do. Yeah. You need to read it like it's an old folk tale, like the right. son of God and his big blue ox. And yeah. then that works out much better. I wouldn't read it like, this is God talking right. to me specifically. Do you think anything happens after we die, or is this just it? Lights out. On my darkest days, it's, that's it. Yeah. I but I want to be it. cremated. I don't want to be cremated. 
You don't want me cremated? Don't want me cremated. I don't want to cremate. I don't. I want they fucked up. I want an obnoxious. So, Andy, you got through fucking reamming stuff without, and you didn't become religious in some way. Were you already religious before? I was raised Catholic. Right, exactly. My mother was a CCP but how, teacher. I mean, how? Like, I mean, you, you say that, but I also was done that. I didn't. I was not fit for the church when I was like getting confirmed. I was like, right. I do not belong here. And when I, I was getting confirmed, I was like, that's can't wait. Done. Okay. Done with this. I'm confirmed. You know, I'm an adult in the eyes of the church. Yeah. Right. Put the work in. You know. Right. Yeah, when I was that age, I was really like atheist. When I was. However old you are, okay. I was like full on. Yeah, you're like 12 or 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that Just doesn't interest me. All this shit I hate stuff that doesn't interest me. So like, okay. it yeah, just didn't way. interest me. It was after school. I was okay. going. I had to go to church but every Sunday. In terms of belief, you had bought, like you were just like, yep, I die, I go to heaven, depending on how good of a person when? I am. When you got confirmed, when you were oh, like, when I got confirmed, yeah, like when you were uh, then, no, I mean, okay. when I was really young, I was like, I wanted to be the priest. I wanted, to, okay. I, w- I wanted to join the you seminary. Wanted to, you wanted to be yeah. the headliner. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. Then you I, found like, out I was there like, was no pussy in it. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Everybody loves a priest, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm actually reading Malcolm Gladwell's new book right now. Oh, okay. He does a story. Cool. He goes in depth on the Jerry Sandusky stuff, and oh, it's wow. fucking rough. I was listening this morning at the boat while I was like oh, doing nice. shit around, yeah. and it's just like that whole story about McQuarrie in the in the shower catching like yeah. and then running and telling his parents. It's so weird. How's it's such a crazy fucking story. Factor isn't the, it's talking to strangers. Is talking to strangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does that factor? What is the tell you if that title it's was hard true? To, it would have been it's, called. It's hard to describe mm-hmm. right now. Uh, it's it's just instinctually you believe the people when like so there's a story about a spy for Cuba that worked at the DIA and like uh, everybody nobody was so shocked when they found out there was a, she was a spy but she was so like kind of blatant and open about it like you ju- it's uh, called the truth default theory or something like that I'm you know I suck at reading did uh, you finish the paint houses. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it before I see the movie. Oh, you guys so are gonna have your new De Niro and Pacino. Uh, De Niro, yeah. guy. we're getting one last, last dude. Dude. one last, one last, one last ride, and Pesci. Pesci, right. he's good. Guys. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so I didn't when I was. Yeah, yeah, okay. So long story short, when I was confirmed, I was just kind of out of it. I didn't, well, I didn't really like to think about that stuff. It didn't interest me, and it wasn't so until you didn't later have to life. do like twelve step and shit like that because usually there's a the religious stuff in there where I you ch- just. I tried. You tried. Yeah. I'm not. You know. Okay. I'm not into it. I like making people laugh and being happy with other gotcha. people. You know, like the rooms don't do that for me. I got gotcha. you. Mm. And Patty, you, uh, what do you think when you die? You still gonna? You thinking there's a heaven, buddy? You're gonna be walking on clouds with all your relatives? I don't. Uh, I think it's kind of just lights out. Freddy's here! <laughs> nope, you're all wrong. It's like uh, Sonic 2, level 6, when you're up in the clouds, and there's like little yeah. angels bopping around, and then you right. jump on them, and squirrels drinking, pop out Drinking rolling rocks with FDR. That's <laughs> right. Guys, think of all of history's greatest figures we can look forward to drinking with. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Joe Pesci. I mean, not now, but by the time I get there, he'll be there. No, he's there now too. <laughs> he's he's in a super super position. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, he's been yeah. doing his, his, it's like quarterly taxes. He's been giving a little bit of his soul away yeah. each time, so it's <laughs> it's like that. Um, cool. So we should plug some stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. What you guys so, got coming up, gentlemen? I don't have anything stand up wise coming up. Ben Franklin, yeah. Uh, anything? It's just the Dank Man stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a long video short film kind of a thing. Oh, but shit. I'm editing right now, which is a gigantic I'll, pain in the ass. But it's it's funny. So they can just follow you, maybe social media or something. Social like media, that? just go to Dankman Productions Dank at Dankman Productions on Instagram, Very Facebook. D A N K M A N. Yes. Twitter at Eddie Brazella. 
uh, V as in Victor, E-R-Z-E-L-L-A. Uh, the Ben Franklin Yacht on Penn's Landing. Uh, love to have your next birthday party, office party, whatever the fuck we're starting to, <laughs> you know. We're just plugging the business. <laughs> no, hey, I, no, I like to, I like the whatever the fuck is the thing. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to like, do. Oh, dude, I mean, come on. Don't come on. I just, you know what I mean? Just come over here. Do we're doing it uh, on Wednesday at Jewish Singles Night for older Ooh. Jewish people. Can I come? And the lady's an event planner, and she wants me to be on her television show. It shoots in... It's like a streaming show. Oh, she, oh. It shoots and, and she wants me to promote the vote, but I just, you know. We shouldn't have talked I want to do stuff like this. White supremacy stuff. To <laughs> this is going to hopefully well, don't put this out. Well, no, no, no. This is coming out on Wednesday. It'll oh, perfect. Right yeah, we're on this. Yeah. This is coming out on Wednesday. No, this is coming, coming out Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Hit your things on Wednesday. Where's she going to find this? Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, it's perfect. Wonderful. Jesse Bammies. At Jesse Dram, at Magic Misery Tour, uh, Black Cat Tavern. Uh, keep, keep an eye on it. We're changing it up. Oh, uh-huh. boat mic yeah. every Monday night until it gets cold out, and then we're just going to do showcases every couple sure. months. Very, very nice. I am NeilWood.com for all my dates and details. But other than that, we will uh, see you guys uh, another time. Stay right. miserable. Don't have a heart attack out of water slide. Bye. <laughs> This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.